Hi there. <laughs> One second. Let me uh, let me turn on the uh, the kid monitor because everyone's fighting upstairs. Hang on. <laughs> the what? <laughs> Good evening, I guess. You want to say good evening, Sandy? Come here. Oh, yeah. Say good evening. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes, you know, daylight savings time is, is hard for, for adults, but it's also extremely hard <laughs> for children. <laughs> Who say, like, yeah. oh, it's, it's still kind of light out. It just got dark. Why do I got to... Take a bath and get ready and ready to go to bed. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. Hi, everybody. How's it going? It's I, I'm I'm exhausted, but here we are. Here we are. Uh, oh man, Sandy just got her attention was really captured by this Hardee's commercial that just played as I was. <laughs> I, I, I felt like my video was a little bit behind, so I, I restarted the stream, and there was a Hardee's commercial, and she saw these, like, big, gigantic burgers fall down, and she was just like, whoa, what is, what is this? I see, I see that Golden Cane is saying, uh, good music selection you had there. So that first track that was playing is from uh, Blind Spot 2, their second album. Who, Blind Spot 2 is the, uh, is the Sega SST band. And they did this really amazing version of Quartet uh, Level 1, which is uh, basically my favorite first level theme of any game. And uh, it's like such a good version of it. I, like, I, I have been listening to it constantly. Uh, I'm glad that I saw, saw some people said, oh, I really like this song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, so... You uh, finished Analog Frontiers 3 today. It'll be out tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, barring some emergency, I mean, we... we like if there's we something like ma it. some major error that uh, yeah. our spot checkers are, are uh, have revealed. Yeah, we, we, we shared it with just a, a, a very select couple of people. And, uh, you know, as, as I was telling Corey, you know, Short of them saying that it spits at the very foundation of uh, preservation, I think it's good to go. <laughs> uh, I just finished watching the uh, the full render. I had spot checked it because the, the first render there were some some errors, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I uh, I spot checked it in the error spots, and then I just now just for final confirmation. You know, just for my own peace, I I I watched the full render from from beginning to end, and uh, I I I I am I am ready to let it go. Let it yes. let it fly. Let it let it mingle amongst the internet people. Yeah, and, and worm, worm worm its way into people's minds. So I watched it this morning over my over my morning cup of coffee. And uh, I hadn't hadn't seen any of it. Just like maybe little segments here and there. I, I had shown you like a screenshot or two. I had yeah. shown you like this audio comparison with uh, Genesis one and two. Yeah. Outside of that, you you had you had seen quite little of this, considering this is like the longest and most involved 
episode we've ever edited. Yes, I mean you, I, <laughs> you, you shared that uh, that screenshot of the timeline, and I kind of like showed it to some other people. <laughs> so look at this timeline. Uh, I mean, it's by far the most complicated edit that you've you've ever done. I mean, looking at that timeline, like no episode that we've ever, nothing we've ever made had a timeline that looked like that. It's it's very very dense. It's it's going to be really really interesting uh, to see the reaction to it because there's there's a lot a lot of stuff in this, and this is by far the the most robust episode of Analog Frontiers that will be released. It's like there's so much in it, and yeah. basically it's set up at the very beginning of saying as as Artemio says, uh, the public thinks that. All this stuff has already been preserved, and the entire hour hour plus of the of the rest of the documentary is basically saying like, no, it hasn't, and yeah. here's all the ways that it hasn't been. I mean, it's 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 celebrating <laughs> where we are yes. with it, but it's also examining critically like the little minutia of where we're we're not that we are not there yet, you know. Yes. Uh, you a lot of the ways that games have been replicated um uh, the the result for the end user is is there it's it's fantastic but from a preservation standpoint there's still so much that we don't know yet about how to replicate all the hardware down to the most minute level uh that you know, stuff like that, like with decapping, is only just really being done. And, you know, to have that information be carried into the future so that future implementations, when they don't have access to the hardware anymore, can, so that it, it can be as accurate as it can be, you know, we're, we're, we still got a ways to go. And there are some things that are lost and will probably never be recovered. You know, one thing I discovered in the process of this episode, it, it and, you know, I, I could be wrong on this, but I was trying to show a clip from the um, from the Satellaview broadcasts of like Zelda or F-Zero or any of those things where they had like the live audio on the Satellaview broadcasts. I thought for some reason I was under the impression that some of those like uh, MSU-1 versions on the SD2S and ES. Mm -hmm. I thought some of those did have at least partial original audio. Well, I couldn't find anything like that. And I could be wrong, but I, I, I cut that mention out of the script because, you know, it was like, oh, hey, here's this like really, th this thing that's like so unlikely that we even have. Right. And then I was like, wait, everything on here is just like a, reenactment essentially like i don't think correct me if i'm wrong but I, I don't think we have the original audio for that stuff like that stuff is maybe a little bit of it will be recovered but it's extraordinarily unlikely to ever be recovered that that stuff might not even be in any anything that would be leakable from nintendo because a lot of that was through like it, it was called like saint giga that was mm -hmm. like the the service that 
uh, operates a Teleview, although Nintendo owned a stake in them. But I, I, I bet that live audio, like especially not in any any quality other than like a VHS, I bet it it I, it just doesn't even exist. And if it does exist, will it ever be found or recovered? Maybe not. I mean, it's it's crazy. I cut that part out of the script though because like I just. You know, I didn't know enough to to say anything about it, really. But I mean, you know, that's just that's just an example. Yeah, I mean, there there's a lot of stuff in it. I think it's it's just really really cool. And I <laughs> I feel like I wanted to watch it again immediately after it was over because it's so it's it's dense. It is dense, and uh, I th- I think it's fitting because you know the the first episode was very. Uh, was very easy to follow and so was the second episode but it's been slowly getting more and more complicated right and it's meant to kind of ease you into the complexity of it and i (laughs) we first oh god i just like the the first episode was very much meant to be a something that anyone even if you have just the most (laughs) vague understanding of video games or old games you could be eased into it. Yes. Uh, you know, so the whole thing really is meant to be accessible to almost anyone, but you're right. It does ramp up. And yes, let me catch up on the donations. Yes. Let's I was going to say, I'm going to go ahead and start this game. I've so just uh, for those wondering, uh, I have not played this game basically at all. And I probably will need some explanations and help. And I'm going to be using the uh, the wireless Retro Fighters uh, Brawl uh, Brawler 64 tonight for the first time. See how this goes. And there's like there's three donations. It looks like. Yep, yep. I'm going to catch up. There was uh, 499 from Sean Quinn. Thank you. Saying uh, we'll be able to buy Analog Frontiers on Blu-ray when it's complete, right? And uh, yes, I, I know our track record on getting Blu-rays, uh, making them available isn't super great, but this is that we. I definitely feel like we have a, a, a large uh, motivation to get the Analog Frontiers Blu-ray out because I think a lot of people want it. And it's also just this like really tidy, complete thing that would just be really good for Blu-ray. I, I, I mean, Corey knows more about uh, authoring Blu-rays than I do, but I, I yeah. suspect it's going to have to be two. Yeah, two or two or maybe three. Yeah, I mean, just to, to have reasonable quality, you know? Yes. Uh, and special features and stuff. 42, dang. You know, my my uh, my original Mischief Maker save says like 16 or 17. <laughs> <laughs> it's always so weird going back and looking at that. Uh, and then there was $2 from uh, Mitch B., saying analog frontiers on vhs only well i mean you know it is analog frontiers uh you know it's that that would only be appropriate you know that that's that's the whole logic behind uh why all of like the shots of anything that would be on a computer or uh, off of a website uh is like shot off of that crt monitor because i can't have like jpeg compression artifacts or like video compression artifacts there are at least none that are too bad uh it's something called analog frontiers you know uh but uh, I, I always like to kind of mask it and make it look like you know 
I want analog technology to look like something you can reach out and touch and use. And I'll, I'll come back to this idea like a little bit later on in the stream, like after after the donations are all gone through. Like I want to, because okay. I talked about a couple weeks ago about potentially like doing something where we put uh, select episodes on VHS, like each mm. like every couple months or something like that. Because I have 700 VHS tapes that are they're they're not <laughs> recording themselves. Some of those 700 VHS tapes appear at the very end yes. of Analog Friday Part 3. Uh, so then, whoa, there was uh, Zoom Dust Strikes Again. $100. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's incredibly generous. Thank you. Uh, saying, uh, collector's Edition Analog Frontiers on VHS would be sweet. And, you know, I... We, we probably should do that. We should probably make like, I don't know, like maybe 30 for starters. Why, why not? Like why not a hundred with, with a Blu-ray and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm, I'm into doing that. If, if there's a lot of demand for it, we'll, we'll do more. That, that, that's definitely a, a, a good idea. I mean, I, I think people want it. So <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Uh, and then uh, there was uh, $3 from Container7. Thank you. Saying, uh, way to go try even closer to finishing all of AF. I mean, whew, I, you know, I, I hope that, you know, I, I would love for by June 3, 4, and 5 to be out. I mean, I am next week. I am moving straight on to four. There's none of this break stuff. So know, that means I'll, not... be, I'll be reading the script probably next week. I mean, yeah, after, I'm, after I'm, you do I'm, like I'm, any I'm, updates or whatever to the script. I, I'm going to make some script revisions, you know, uh, through the middle of this week. But then, you know, I don't know, maybe by Friday or something, it will be ready for you to read. I, I just want to make sure that it's ready to go because it's been a while since I, I edited it. And, you know, stuff changes. Um, so I, I want to make sure it's uh, is is up to date and accurate and uh, fits what we want to do with it as much as we can. But uh, yeah, I mean, I would, you know, how do I talk to him? I, I don't think I mean, five. Oh. I'm starting to think four will be under an hour. I thought I thought three and four were going to be both pretty close to the same length. I end up adding a good bit of stuff to uh, three, and it's an hour and five minutes. So I, I do think that that four is not going to be nearly as long, um, but it's still going to be pretty long. But I think it's I think four is going to be one of the easiest ones to edit, believe it or not, even though it's so long. And that's mostly because a majority of the material, I believe, uh, is already shot. Uh, it's kind of more of an on-location kind of thing. Right. Um, so, uh, and then five, the difference with five is not very much of the script is written, actually. Um, but my expectation is it's not going to be a particularly long one. I think it'll be probably closer to the length of two. I mean, there's potential it could even be shorter than two. Um you know, oh, maybe more of a epilogue than a full on part five, but that's probably underselling it because I, I think it's going to be pretty cool, too. Um, 
but uh yeah i mean it's 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 only just sinking in that you know i'm I've, i'm kind of past <laughs> i've just in the past couple of days passed the overcome the biggest hurdle of the whole project i mean it's it's exciting okay so i can blow up the red i see I'm gonna just kind of move. Yeah, you, you need. I mean, the, the the early levels are very much designed for you to play with the controls and okay. sort of learn the ropes. Uh, I mean, you, it's very much a, the kind of game where you need to play around with the controls to kind of start to understand it, because it, it 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 is a very unique controlling game. Yeah. Uh for sure. It's it's always a very difficult game to just like jump into if I want to like record footage from it or something because uh, it's just like you can't really get used to it that quickly. Like these early levels do a very good job of easing you into it. Uh, and then there was also 20 pounds from Simon Etheridge. Thank you. Uh, saying after nabbing an almost perfect condition in 64 complete inbox for only a hundred pounds and the DF stream of Turok 2 this stream seems perfect to keep up those in 64 vibes I've had this week great work guys oh I and, can jump and, higher if I hold up well thank you yeah I, I was that you know normally I would have streamed this week but Corey said you know if you're if you're too wiped uh I can stream today and <laughs> I, I am, in fact, too wiped. So I was like, you know, uh, that would actually be great. But I was thinking about playing something N64 anyway. Because um, I wanted to try that FRAM pack that I just got. Um, but um, I don't know if I'm going to do that next week or not. I don't know if I'll do two, in, <laughs> two N64s in a, weeks in a row. But I'll try that FRAM pack sometime soon. Yeah, I, I, I saw I saw John say that he was going to do a Turok two stream, but I haven't I haven't had I haven't gone back to had a chance to go back and see it yet. You know, speaking of streams, uh, oh, I can double tap. I, <laughs> I, I I missed this, but I'm definitely going to have to go back and watch it because uh, uh, Game Dave did a, a stream on Twitch uh, with, with Roy. Roy Roy played Mario Paint. On the game Dave stream, <laughs> uh, and the little bit I watched so far was hilarious. So I, I, I got I gotta watch that. It was very funny. I had it on for a while last night. Tapping B, <laughs> holding that one, car I'm very true. Uh, and then uh, there was fifty pesos from Lunita Productions. Thank you. Uh, saying, hey, guys, when are you going to do a how to get the best picture out of the Atari Jaguar episode? You know, we we, we have talked uh, with, with John and Audi often of, you know, the 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 post-pandemic world uh, where there might be a Jagfest in Germany again. This is Germany that, that Jagfest is in, right? I think so, uh, yeah. I think it's Germany. Uh, and uh, we... we totally have to go to Jagfest and like interview people there and 
shoot stuff there. And I, I've been kind of thinking like that, that could be the perfect vehicle for uh, doing an RGB Jaguar episode. <laughs> I think it'd be kind of awful. I, I think that would be the most fun way for us to get into the Jaguar. <laughs> I, I see uh, Robert Carlson said uh, uh, a bit a bit ago, uh, shoot me dead if I'm lying, but I'd, I'd pay $200 for an Analog Frontier's laser disc release. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, is, is it even possible to make laser discs I don't, anymore? I, don't, I doubt it. Like, it, like is, that, is that a lost art? It might be. I mean, I, I don't think it would be as difficult to make new laser discs as new CRTs. But, I mean, who knows? All right. Uh, <laughs> we got a 499 from Sean Quinn. Oh, thank again. you. Thank you. Saying, uh, how much of it was filmed in 4K? Uh, virtually all of it was filmed in 4K. But it, it is edited is edited on 1080p timeline. And the, the reason for that is that gives you more zoom capability, so you can zoom in without losing quality. Um, just, you know, we felt there was no real reason to build Analog Frontiers as a 4K project. Um, you know, but just take advantage of the 4K footage to, you know, just have better quality and more zooming potential uh how about uh ultra hd with dolby atmos and behind the scenes sandy footage um you know sandy was going to have a cameo and i just realized there was there was a couple of shots that i don't think i ever implemented uh i was gonna like in, in part of like the official emulation stuff i was gonna have a shot of me laying a shot like kind of from behind me playing uh, emulated stuff on the Switch and Sandy was laying on the couch. <sighs> That's not worth delaying it for, though. I'm sorry, yeah. Sandy. I'm sorry, Sean. I'm sorry, everyone. But I was I going like to have a You couldn't really see her, though. You just saw a, a brown, furry blob. Uh, you're supposed to shake certain balls i forget which color maybe the white ones certain but like if you if you shake them that causes causes the stars to appear you're like i think it's the white ones did uh they might have told like me you that. might have hit down is it down c yeah i think maybe Yep. Like you, you just you, you can discover certain things hidden inside balls if you shake them sometimes. Uh, this has a pretty good soundtrack that I'm hearing. Oh yeah. Uh, there was uh, $20, wow, thank you, from Bill Russell, uh, saying Analog Frontiers in real video. Is that is that like real video player, like the old, 
the old uh, computer viewing software. Gosh, I mean, I, I, I couldn't even tell you. I, I can't remember like what, I mean, of course, I was, you know, we were all looking at those on CRTs back in the time, so that probably masked some compression artifacts. Um, but uh, gosh, I, I couldn't tell you what, what, what kind of garbage that looks like. I wonder how, how many megabytes Analog Frontiers would be in that format. <laughs> uh, then there was uh, $5 for, uh, from, uh, for the love of the game with, with, with a comment that makes me a little sad saying Mischief Makers is the ugliest 2D game I've ever seen. Whoa. Definitely the ugliest of the fifth gen. Still a fun game, though. Um, well, I mean, I, I, I'm glad you like it. Uh, it's it's definitely a unique game, but I don't think it's ugly. I mean, I I understand. I mean, a it's, lot it's of a two point five D, you know. It's like you can. Well, well I, mean, I, don't, some, I don't know about two point five D. I mean, well, like the ground, some, the ground looks. Oh like yeah, it's, it does have some polygon elements, but you know, a lot of people don't like uh, you know early pre-rendered stuff. But I, I have a big soft spot for it for sure. I mean, it's it's always one of the games that, like, when I want to show off, like, D-Blur or something, I think it's one of the clearest examples of, you know, some of the benefits of it, I think. Um, I, I, it, I don't know. It's always one of my favorite N64 games to show off. Um, I mean, it, it, it maybe doesn't necessarily have the artistry of, you know, more of a, uh, uh, a hand-drawn sprite uh, sort of game, but... You know, it's gonna take you a little bit of time to get used to it. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that's one of the reasons. Like the the one of the first levels in the game is is an amusement park, right? I mean, yeah, it, it's kind of let you get used to it and just play around with it. And it because it, it's 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 an unusual game for sure. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I, I I like the look of Mischief Makers. It's yeah. I'm not I'm not particularly offended or anything by it here. I, I, I like how it looks more than like uh, Yoshi's uh, Yoshi's story. Even though like the quality of the actual like character renders is probably better in that, but uh, and then there was uh, there was uh, two reals from Patricia Rodriguez with uh, no message, but 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 some intense fist bumping animations thank you this bump to you too i can roll so i'm invincible when i roll uh, i don't remember oh no i'm well not. i you know, it, you, you know uh, if you were to like 100 percent this game i mean you really would have to master i mean i haven't you would have to really master the controls though because you have to like utilize like her jets and, and her momentum and some, you know, really complex ways. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's a game that you can definitely beat without, uh, you know, totally mastering the controls, but okay. you, <laughs> you, uh, you know, you, you will need to get better over the course of the game. Cause it, it's, I mean, it's, it, 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 it's definitely an unusual game, but it's, you know, I, I appreciate it. There's really nothing like it. You know, 
and $5 from Rad Ranger. Thank you. Saying, uh, I can't wait for Analog Frontiers 3. Thanks for doing what you do. I enjoy it. Well, it, it took a lot longer to do what we do with Analog Frontiers Part 3 than I, I ever dreamed it would. But, you know, here it is and it's done. And, uh, you know, barring uh, unforeseen complications, uh, I, I, I believe we can relatively safely assume that it's, it's going to release, you know, probably, you know, some sometime tomorrow morning-ish. You know, sometime early tomorrow. Grab cursor. It's a lot of reading here. I'm not expecting it. Well, I mean, you know, less so as the game goes on, you know, it's just, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of learning to play. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm not missing anything. Am I trying to, am I trying to catch this person? Uh, there was uh, 10 euros from Pyromania. Thank you. Uh, saying uh, your RGB masterclass got me into CRTs and original hardware. Multiple new systems and RGB mod consoles later. Can I can can I blame you guys for my retro addiction? Uh, <laughs> we we will uh, we will happily take the blame. That's uh, that's our job, I guess. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. I should have probably played this tutorial before. That's okay. Uh, Demo Kirby with $2. Thank you. Saying, Thank you. uh, when in doubt, shake, shake. And it's, it's, it's true. That's, you know, that's... That is that is how Marina uh, interacts with and understands her world. Is, is shake shake. <laughs> you know that's 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 the core of it. Shake shake. All right. I'm not uh, used to then, using these C buttons so much. <laughs> yeah. It, well, I told you that uh, using that uh, that that brawler controller like th this actually. I, I, I mean, think it's I, almost exactly the same, honestly. Like the placing the pad is like in less of a like main position as it would be on like the real. That's true. But um, I don't know. I mean, th th this is clearly a game that you know, as much as Mario sixty four, if not more so, perhaps. Like the developers clearly looked at the controller. And just, <laughs> oh. I mean, you know, I I think it's often said and plausibly so that the 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 N sixty four controller uh, was made for Mario sixty four. But beyond that, you know, I th I think a game like this, like they clearly looked at the controller and were like, okay, what is some kind of wacky mechanics? Well, yeah, I mean, well, it's typical a treasure. It wouldn't make sense on any other controller, you know? Yeah. 
So can I? Oh, okay. I uh, can I can boost in certain directions. Uh, we uh, we also got a ten dollars from from old Steve Retrotech. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Uh, saying, uh, hey guys, I wanted to say thank you tonight for doing everything you do for this community and especially what you've done to help me. I always say yes to VHS. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I, 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 I'm shocked to hear you say we've done a lot to help you because uh, I feel you've done so much more to help us. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm definitely looking forward to getting my uh, my 20L5 uh, over to you sometime. Uh, so I'm scared to turn it on anymore. <laughs> Steve, he, Steve almost talked me into spending uh, six dollars a piece on BNC to. RCA adapters. <laughs> it is like he's just talking. About, he did a video a couple days ago on, uh, well, like on, mean, on good on good BNC to RCA adapters versus. I, I can understand because usually they're awful. Yeah, they don't hold. They don't have like a, a very good grip on anything. Okay, yeah. I can go this way. Yeah, I mean for like especially if it's going to be like a semi permanent installation. How do I do this? I, uh, there was 999 from T Soul. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, saying, uh, love your work, guys. Are you planning on reviewing and comparing the Analog Duo against the PC Engine line of consoles? Do either of you happen to have any idea when Analog plans to release it? Uh, I mean, yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, we 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 haven't we haven't heard any details or anything, uh, but like. Me personally, I, I'm actually more excited for the duo than Pocket. I, I think a lot, I think a, more people are probably excited about the Pocket since it's like a unique offering, you know, like. Am I missing something here? Am I supposed to be going someplace? I don't remember. Um, it, you know, it, it the, the, the Pocket is like a unique offering and, you know, having like FPGA stuff in in a you know a attractive handheld format um and, and you know that that's really cool and I, i'm excited about it too but you know in general maybe more of a play on the tv kind of guy um i uh, uh you know I, I i am excited about the the, the duo especially because you know who knows how long my uh Oh, okay. So I can do multiple dashes. I can go like up, up, and then left if I wanted to, or up and right. Oh yeah, or you can do them simultaneously. Oh really? I think so. I'm not sure. I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I feel like I'm making a rookie mistake here. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited because I mean, who knows how long my uh, my drive will last in my PC engine. So that's, I, I'm definitely excited about that. I just. I, I, I do know that, that I did uh, uh, email analog when they announced it and was just like, you know, hey guys, excited about this. And uh, also, you know, it was just like, just so y'all are aware of, you know, of uh, things in the community. Um, you know, there's the the YUV palette that has been developed. 
which uh, you know has more accurate colors than you know. Oh, I see. RGB. And then there is also the you know MD Fourier. You know these are these are things that people will be looking at and review. So I'm just like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know I might want to look into those things. <laughs> So uh, that would be very exciting if they would uh, would be using those. So we'll we'll see. But I I, I I'm definitely looking forward to that. Oh I, yeah, I forgot you could angle those spring things. Once I do that, what do I do? I don't even know how I'm supposed to do that at that point. I don't, I don't know. Uh, and then there was, uh, let me see. There was 50 pesos from Fernando Martinez. Thank you. Saying, uh, hi guys, is 400 a lot to play for a modded NES top load? Oh, do I gotta bring, maybe I gotta bring him back. Are you supposed to bring like a character somewhere? I think that that's what I'm supposed to do. So I'm saying bring, talk to the mom. So I must've missed it. Oh, I re yeah, I can't remember this mission. There yeah. we go. Okay. Yeah, you're supposed to bring the kids back. See, the, the, the early stages are meant to teach you, you know? Yeah. I probably missed, like, some sort of dialogue option. Um, uh, 400 for a, a modded NES top loader. I'm really not sure. I mean... You know, I was I was actually looking into this not that long ago because of that that article I was writing. Um, because like the the Tim Worthington, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm assuming uh, you're located in Mexico, and I don't I don't know like uh, much about like you know who uh, who is known for for modding, uh, you know, in your area. Um, but like I was looking at. Uh, the cost of of Tim Worthington's RGB board. Let's see, let's see um, one more. That's one up there. Now. Uh, which uh, I it's let me let me check how much that is. Um, yeah, here's the shop. Um. All right. It is uh, it's 125 Australian dollars. Um, plus you have to have a, a $7 adapter board. And then like <laughs> uh, Voltar <laughs> last I looked was accepting work for installation services. Uh, NES RGB top loader uh, slash AV Famicom. Uh, he offers service for that for $75. So, and an actual console, if you just bought a top loader NES, um, I'm not sure what those are going for these days. Like last I was looking at, I would say it was between 100 and 120. So there's probably like a hundred dollars extra added on to 
added on to that price. So like if that if that tax, that $100 tax is worth it to just not have to deal with the hassle of tracking down the system, ordering the parts, shipping it to a modder and stuff. But, you know, you, you also have to be, you know, you kind of want to vet the modder's work to be sure they are, you know, reputable, that they do good, clean work. Um, you know, it's, uh, that's, that's always a, a concern, obviously. You know, Corey, you know, before we knew to do any better, just bought a pre-mod console on eBay. And, yeah, and luckily, I lucked out with it. And then when we, when we started learning that, like, oh, like, that's, you know, kind of risky, actually. Because we just, you know, I, there was a time where I think we just kind of had this idea that, like, gosh, if you if you even begin to understand how to do this stuff, then you, you must know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's all, you know, all this stuff is just magic and uh, uh, you know, then we learned it was bad. Then like we learned that like, oh, like there's a lot of bad ones out there. And then you showed it to Voltar, and he's like, oh, I, actually, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so you got lucky. Yes, I did get lucky. Uh, so I mean, if it's a reputable seller, I mean, you know, I mean, th there's clearly a bit of excess. Uh, uh, in that price, but but again, you know, I would assume that they do consider the fact that you don't have to track down the system, track down the parts, and all that stuff to be part of the service. So, I, I guess it just depends on on if you think that all that's worth it. And I, I don't know right now how much top loader NESs go for. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I've not been paying attention at all. Or you know what the difficulty of you know. The, the accessibility of them in Mexico or anywhere else. I, I do not know. You know. All right, so am I... Yeah. Am I supposed to feel bad when I use that giant thing to walk over these people and their ghosts float away? I mean, the... <laughs> I mean, they... I mean, I guess you're killing them, but like, I, I didn't like the empire, like brainwash them or something. Like they're controlling them, I think. Um, how are we doing on the, on the, uh, I, I, I scrolled down and now I have to scroll back. Because, uh, like, sometimes they don't load and then it jumps you to the bottom. Oh, right, right. Uh, we, we are... We've still got a lot of catch-up to do. <laughs> uh, there is... <laughs> uh, $2 from Aaron Welsh saying $5 more, but only if Ty reads this in five minutes. <laughs> Uh, I think I'll, I'll probably respect the uh, <laughs> subsequent donations and not read this in five minutes. Uh, so how about $5 from Axiom? Thank you. Uh, saying, I uh, love you guys' content. Quick question. What PPM should I look out for in the $500-ish range? Ooh, I don't, you know. I feel like any, at this point, like, you should just be on the lookout for, like, anything. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the truth. Um you know, I, maybe you're already talking to Retro Tech in the chat here. I would definitely 
talk to him because he he kind of he kind of knows a lot more about the like current pricing and stuff uh, for them. I mean, you know, if you if you get lucky and find a place that is selling them that doesn't really know what they've got, then uh, you know you can get them for much cheaper prices. But um, you know, good ones, especially ones that may have been recently refurbished. Um, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're getting pricier. Um, you know, a 20 L5 at one point, you could have easily gotten for under $500. But now, absolutely not. You know, I, I got mine for like 300 some. Um, so yeah, uh, I, you know, I, I always, if you don't have to have 480p, I would, you know, almost say don't worry about like the 20L5 or the BVMs and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, like I, I always think that the, uh, the M2, the 20, uh, 20 M2U, MDU or whatever, like those are really accessible, pretty common as far as PVMs go, uh, medical monitors. They've got two component slash RGB inputs, which is great because then you don't need to have an expansion card to have both RGB and component connected at the same time. Um, so I recommend looking for those. And, you know, in the past, I've gotten those for like $40 a piece. But I, I, I think they're more than that now, but I, I would expect less than 500, sure. Um, uh, so I, I definitely recommend those. Um, but, and you know, to be honest, I, part of me has kind of started to like how 480p looks on like a VGA monitor more than like on the 20L5. I mean, obviously connecting 480p on the 20L5 is cool. Um, but like, I, I kind of like, I kind of like it on a VGA monitor. You know, obviously you would have to adapt, you know, component to VGA or whatever, but I kind of really like how 480p looks uh, on one of those. Like that nice NEC monitor, VGA yeah. monitor I have. Even just that bare basic like consumer style one that I, I use for all of the off-screen computer stuff on Analog Frontiers. Um, so I don't know. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, that that would at this point that would almost be my recommended route like get like something like an m2 series for or l2 i mean those are pretty good too you know or i mean just get what you can get like don't be dead set out an m2 then you know the only reason i suggest it is just because the fact that you can get two rgb inputs without an expansion card rgb slash component yeah um but like I, I would almost suspect it would be cheaper to get something like that plus like a, just a common VGA monitor with a you know like a component to a VGA adapter or an HDMI to VGA adapter like you could use like a like a, something like a Carby with an HD a lag free HDMI to VGA adapter and GameCube would look incredible. Um, oh, I like the line scrolling on the ground. Just like a a, a computer, uh, 
uh, on just on a computer monitor. So, uh, you know, th there's lots of angles you could approach it at. I also really like how 480p looks through the OSSC. Oh, uh, 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 we've also got uh, $5 from uh, Lucas Peruzovic, uh, who uh, is, is countering uh, <laughs> Love the Game's uh, uh, earlier comment saying, Mischief Makers is the best looking game on N64. <laughs> it does not get better than this. I mean, certainly. Uh, I, I mean, I sort of feel like. Game, yeah. Probably the best looking 2D game. Outside of something like. Uh, uh, I don't know, like. Well, I don't know, that Bomberman game is pretty good. You know, I haven't played much of it, though. That 2D Bomberman game, um, the Jap Japanese one. I guess Dr. Mario 64 looks okay, too. But in terms of like platformers, like I, this is pretty good looking. I mean, you know, if you're the kind of person that doesn't think uh, <laughs> N64 3D has aged well, I, you know, which I mean, you ain't no friend of mine if that's what you think. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding, of course. Very few of my friends think shake, that. Shake. <laughs> um, but, uh,. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's certainly a game that, that is easy to show off, like, mods and stuff for, for sure. I'm still, still, still catching up here. Y'all are, y'all are, are, uh, crazy tonight. Um, there was two dollars from Dimbo Kirby. Saying uh, Treasure made creative use of the N64 controller with games. Absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, Sin and Punishment is like one of the very few, if not like. Oh, yeah. Maybe the only that where like the default configuration is, or I'm not sure if it's the default, but I, I certainly think it's the ideal configuration of uh, using uh, the. The, no! the, the left middle configure uh, 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 controller uh, position, which works fantastically. I mean, it, they clearly were very much thinking with their N64 games, like, what is something we could do with this controller that you couldn't do on another system? And, uh, and what no one else does with this system. <laughs> like, it's, it's very... No. Yeah, oh, it's how very did I do that? How did I, like, flow? I kind of fly a little bit. It was like my... Oh, you, like, you, like, jumped back and then flew forward and jumped back again and then flew forward again. I mean, I'm sure if you watched like high level play of this game, it would look like absolutely insane. Like I, I, I never got that good. But... There was $5 from Chris Schaumann. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, I saw him pop up earlier. Uh, Chris, Chris is a, uh, is, is probably my best friend. 
Uh, you oh, know, he's, yeah, Chris, Chris was, was, was the, uh, was the best man in, in, uh, in my wedding. And we stayed with that Chris when we shot the limited run games documentary. <laughs> I, it's, it's cool to see him in these streams. I mean, I, I have no idea like how often he, he watches. I don't know if he's still here. It, it might've been a while ago. He says, uh, Corey, I probably owed you $5 at some point. It's probably the other way around, honestly. <laughs> Because <laughs> I feel like Chris, Chris, I've always been envious because he's always been like gainfully employed, and he's, uh, he's he's always been super good at whatever job he has. Well, didn't you worked with him at EB Games way back? Yeah, then, yeah, I worked there actually before him, and then he got the job, and then promptly became like assistant manager and then manager, and ran the <laughs> store for a long time. Um. Oh, look at that. Uh, there was uh, $5 for, again for uh, for the love of the game, saying, Corey, you struck me as someone who woke up this morning with a blue moon in his eyes. Looking forward to the many saints of Newark. I have no idea what he's talking about. Uh, I'm, I, I'm not familiar either. Sorry. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, maybe it's something that will come up later on or that i'll understand later on i don't know doesn't sound like something i i know of okay i just got see i just got a uh, message from chris saying i'm still here <laughs> he sent me a message on discord saying i'm here i'm just, just lurking in the background Ooh, i think i'm i think i'm almost caught up no one foils me uh there was uh there was Five pounds from Beyond Ghibli, uh, oh. saying uh, you guys are the best. Keep up the amazing work. Much love from the UK. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if if it's under wraps, so I, 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 I probably shouldn't say like what it is or anything. But uh, he, he reached out to us uh, and uh, asked if uh, if we could help uh, get some footage for uh, an upcoming topic for him and. Uh, I, 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 I said I'll, I'll do what I can. He seems to have a have a, a cool uh, channel on all sorts of, uh, you know, Japanese media topics. So Am thank you. Am I doing this wrong? I feel like I, I can jump higher than I realize. Uh, and then there was uh, there was five dollars from old uh, Nicholas De Leon. Thank oh. you. Saying, uh, I do all of my retro gaming, some real hardware, some emulation on a VGA monitor because it was easier to get than a PVM. Cheers. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, I, I have honestly been so impressed uh, whenever I have connected the OSSC to a, to a VGA monitor. Like, especially if you, like, add scan lines. Uh, like, I, I'm, I've never been that into fake scan lines on like a modern screen. Like I'd rather just look at the clean pixels if that's what I'm doing. But they they really take on like kind of a new appearance uh, when uh, when you do it uh, through a through a, a VGA CRT. Um, you know, oh, I, okay. I warned. I was at one ah. point. I see. I didn't realize I could hit them with a. I, I, I was at one point kind of thinking about doing like a uh, looking at uh, 
uh, VGA monitors is like a PVM alternative. Um, and I, I saw uh, in the chat, uh, RetroTech Steve saying, uh, say VGA monitors are starting to get harder to find too, at least the good ones. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I mean, but you know, there, I think there's something to be said too about just like a bare bones, like basic, like consumer VGA modder, like kind of, kind of junk that everyone had, you know? You know, that that was very much why I used that one for most of the stuff in Analog Frontiers instead of like the really cool NEC one that I have. Um, just because I figured. Um, oh, so when you shake that, it resets, right. blocks you. Um. But yeah, I mean, you know, I, I was kind of thinking of like, what, you know, I, I wanted it to look more like, um, you know, just something that anyone would have had, you know, it's, it's, it's the, it's the plain RF on a wood panel TV equivalent, uh, <laughs> sort of thing. There was uh, $5 from Drew Eisel. Thank you. Thank you. Saying uh, a guy had a whole shipping container full of Dell Consumer 17-inch VGA CRTs. Uh, I, I held my myself to three. The stream <laughs> looks great on VGA. Yeah, I mean. I wish I had gotten a VGA, VGA monitor when I had that opportunity. Like when you yeah, got you, yours from. I. I, yeah. I, I should have done it. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, I'm really happy with uh, the one I got. The Dreamcast uh, <laughs> looks awesome on it. I, I, I had several shots in... Uh, I think the first couple of Analog Frontiers uh, on it. And I think there's only one shot on it in the new one. Uh, no! It, it, well, it, lo it looks like you're, you know, the, the levels are a little more straightforward at this point, I think. Yes. So it looks like you're kind of starting to get to. I mean, the the first the first world is very much more of like kind of a playground, I guess. Yeah, it seems like like each level is going to have like a different focus. I have a feeling. Right. I mean, there there's definitely a gimmick for every level, for sure. But you know, I, I I'm kind of into that stuff. Like you know, Donkey Kong Country. No. <laughs> you know, where every every level uh, has um, uh. kind of has a, has something that no other level has. You know, right? Oh, and there's uh, ten pounds from Start Select. Thank you. Oh, oh, I saw something a little secret there. 
uh, saying, uh, one to thank you for introducing me to retro gaming. I now run the analog subreddit. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, saying, uh, we recently started a game club and I'm already discovering awesome games as a result. Keep it up. Well, that's, that's cool. That, you know, that, that's actually the reason that Corey is playing Mischief Makers tonight is because there's a, there's a game club on the, on the MWIG Discord. Right. Uh, that shows Mischief Makers this month. I saw I saw I saw Henry Clark uh, uh, expressing much frustration. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's certain. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not sure uh, where he's at uh, uh, getting over that. But uh, you know, it's it's the, it's a challenging game because it, it doesn't really play like anything else. Sure. Uh, but me and, do that. Me, me and my friend loved it back in the day. When, when he rented it, then I, you know, several years later, uh, I think he, I think he actually got got for me for my birthday one year. Got a got a copy from from Funko Land. No, come! I'm like I'm jamming on the buttons too quick that I get overexcited about it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, this does, um... No, come on. The RetroFires controller has a turbo function, doesn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that, that you could probably, like, really break some levels in this game if, if, you, if you did it right. This is silly. I was like, I had it. What, why am I... Maybe it's, maybe I'm accidentally hitting a button. Maybe it's the controller. Let's blame it on the controller. <laughs> this is ridiculous. You're getting close. I had it the one time. Does it? Does she like jump? Like bounce off the wall if you're like too close to it? I'm not sure. Oh, I, I think I know what this is too. Why am I going the wrong way? Like, am I not hitting the... I am just hitting the C buttons too much. You can also double tap, but I, I, I mean, think... Like, what is going on here? Like, how am I... Yeah, I know I can, I can do that, but you can't... Maybe I'm just doing it wrong, I don't know. Oh, I think I can just do it from right here, probably. The, the, the bite was bit, says, uh, I have as many CRTs as physical copies of games, almost. <laughs> okay, now that I'm in here, what do I do now? I don't know. The stream has kind of been a little bit further behind lately, it seems. Did, did we get it on... Uh, did we, did we get it off of the, the normal encoding or, or whatever? I have no idea. Oh! Was... I was supposed to wait for the blocks. Oh, I see, okay. 
crying out loud, I feel like either it's just too sensitive or the D-pad is like not good enough for this kind of game on this controller or what? Um, there was uh, $5 from old EB Chill too, thank you, uh, saying, uh, Hey guys, I bought Sarara, Heroin Dream 2, and three other Japanese PS1 classics. I'm picking uh, that old PS in store carcass before it goes. Take care. I'm not uh, I'm not familiar with that, so that's a game that's available on the Japanese PSN. You know, I I uh, I included um, a little shot of um, of uh, I included a shot of uh, the PSN store, or not the store, but the um, just you know browsing through my PS1 classics on my PS3, and then um, uh, and then you know brief snippet of, of playing a game, and uh, you know I, I'm it was during a part where uh, they were discussing like you know is you know closed source emulation preservation you know could they abandon the project and it, it later be gone and you know i i wonder how that you know clip will age because you know what if 10 years from now you can still technically buy ps3 games through an actual ps3 i mean i guess you can't do it through the web store anymore that's my understanding i haven't looked myself but um, it'll uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, regardless, I mean that is a concern. You know, you know when yeah. when will those go away? Uh, you know, Press down and then A again to do a speed jump. You know, Vol Voltar kind of brought up uh, in his interview. You know, what happens when you know all this download software on PS3 goes away? Because I, th I feel like a lot of people kind of feel like that's the next to go. You oh, know? I see. Magic Knight Rare, that, uh, that has a uh, brief appearance via emulation. That's true. And, and, uh, Analog Frontiers uh, Part 3. So do I have to... So it doesn't seem to work the same way as if I... Uh, there like was uh, $5 from Larry Hastings, thank you, saying uh, Mischief Makers, not to be con contradictory, but I always thought Rocket Robot on Wheels was one of the best looking, or was the best looking game on N64. Uh, it, it is a pretty good looking game. That's uh, that's by Sucker Punch, who went on to do um, uh, Sly Cooper and Infamous and Ghost of Tsushima. So this does not even work. Like if I just 
impressed. Is the button different than the uh, the double tap? Because it doesn't seem like I can get the. Oh, I gotta. I can grab it from the back. Uh, but yeah, I, I have not played through that. I do have it. The 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 cartridge actually appears in the long term too. Not not any game. But the cart the cartridge is is featured in one shot. Uh, that, that is a game I need to play. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know if that's a game that saves on controller pack or or to the cart. But it is. It's so I mean, silly. I could I play to uh, test out that Ephraim uh, pack some sometime soon-ish? I see, so see some people talking about the Mem Card Pro in here. I'm excited to get my Mem Card Pro. Oh yeah, I mean, that, that really came out of nowhere, didn't it? Yeah, but then it's like shipped and everything. It's so stupid. I don't understand why I keep on doing that. Um, there was uh, five reals from. Uh, I, I'm 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 sorry. I'm probably going to butcher this. Uh, Jean Carvalho Toledo. Thank you. Uh, saying, is it true that we can achieve VIB blur by disabling video LPF on the OSSC? Mine seems to have worked pretty well. Uh, you know, honestly, I, I I've never. Never tried it. Uh, it, it. Wasn't that the function that was meant to, um, or I don't know if it was that function. They they added some function to. Uh, I don't understand why I'm supposed to be doing here. They, they add some function to uh, for like regular Super Nintendos to make them a little sharper, non one chips. Uh, gosh, I can't remember if I even have a test. Do I gotta keep on pushing it until it like, goes into the lava? Let's just go for it and see what happens. Okay. But do I take damage too? Um. See, I, I don't know. I mean, you want a low-pass filter on your video at some point or else you're going to see... Yeah, I take damage too. How do I do that? Can, can you like get them over lava and then push them down in? Probably. I don't remember this boss, honestly. And it only seems to work if I if I keep on tapping. Well, it blew up. <laughs> there was uh, two dollars from for the love of the game saying, "Ah, oh, the music is so bad." Has <laughs> it got like some buzzy bee music or something? I don't remember this at all, honestly. It didn't seem that bad to me. Uh, but yeah, did you did you watch uh, Bob's video on the MemCard Pro? Oh, I haven't. I saw you release it. I, I saw you talking to him about it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. And it's funny because I say I I'm excited for it so that I don't have to have to think about. Uh, yeah, like messing with a memory card ever again, which is if know. it if it work if it works well, then I mean, especially, I mean, it, it, it seems like a perfect companion for the uh, for the X station for the, yeah. for the X station because yeah, you don't even have to think about it. It seems. Yep. I mean, it'll take me probably 
a couple of days for me to get everything situated how I yeah. want. And, you know, because I have like all my stuff, uh, like all set up, like in archived and everything. But I probably have to figure out how to. Are, are they are they totally sold out right now? Uh, yeah, but there's they should be restocking, I think. And uh, like they said, pretty soon they'll be restocking them. I mean, if, if everything sounds good, then I'll I'll probably try to get one in the next shipment. Yeah. Because definitely, it, it like I said before, it kind of feels like it's like PS1 in-game, you know? At least for original hardware. Yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, between, yeah. Than, than PS1 digital x station and memory you know the memory card that like interfaces with those mods to like give you all the space you need i mean it's pretty crazy uh, there was 499 from eric schusler thank you saying uh playing Final fancy 10 for the first time on ps2 while listening to the stream the game is surprisingly awesome to me. It's a fun popcorny RPG. Looks amazing too. What game? Yeah, I mean that was that was definitely one of like the early showpiece uh, PlayStation games. I mean, I kind of feel like Metal Gear Solid sort of showed it up. Oh, you know, they both came out around the same time. Metal Gear Solid Two, I think, is more technically impressive, but uh, Final Fantasy X is more. You know, obviously has more varied environments. Uh, you know, is, is a little more fun to look at, I suppose. Um, I think you can extend that wheel downwards. Yeah, there yeah, you go. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I haven't played it in so long. Uh, I, I, I've I've meant over these many years to actually play the HD version and still haven't gotten around to it. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I, I've usually considered it one of, pretty low on my overall Final Fantasy uh, rankings, but I, I wonder how I'll feel uh, on a revisit. I mean, I've, I've beaten the whole thing twice, not B, I got So, I mean, I, I obviously, I, I, I don't hate it. I just generally like other Final Fantasy games more. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's pretty nice and straightforward. Like, it's, you know, it, it's, it's really not that different from Final Fantasy X or, or, or 13, which, you know, we often have, have talked lately about how we feel like it, its reception might be better today because, like, now I, I feel like people are ready for like some straightforward RPGs. You know? Yes. I mean, Final Fantasy X is, is a like, I don't know runner. if I'm. If, uh, I feel like things only work how I think they're gonna work half the time. <laughs> yes. You can't say this game isn't unique. Right. You know, it's, uh, it, I, it's definitely, I feel like, like a game that. See, like right there. I mean, I feel like I was aiming to go to the next one to the right and it shot me to the left. 
Well, maybe you should try a real controller at some point. But I don't just... think it's that. I just think that certain aspects of the game are require me to just like think differently about it. Yeah, or well, be, or be more. the intent. It is true. <laughs> Pretty much everything does have a face, doesn't it? Yeah. Is there maybe like what happens when I die? I feel like I'm game. gonna. I feel like I'm going to die really soon. Is there unlimited lives or anything like that? I don't remember. It doesn't seem like a game like this would ever have unlimited. It's not gonna like put you back to the beginning of the game, or like you're not gonna like go back to the beginning of the world. Or yeah, I mean, it's like unlimited continues, essentially. You know, I saw uh, I saw uh, Sean Quinn earlier saying he really hates the fonts in this game. I don't know. I think the fonts are fine. They don't they don't bother me. People watching me play this are like probably thinking that it's an exercise in its own sense of sort of frustration. Hmm. Uh, for the love of the game, uh, comes back with another uh, five dollar super chat saying, uh, I, "I think everyone is tired of RPGs that feel like second jobs, <laughs> like Cyberpunk, yeah. Elder Scrolls, Witcher, etc. Bring back better pacing." Yes. You know, it's it's true. I mean, I, you know, I I do like. You know, I, I, I do like Elder Scrolls and, and, and stuff, but like I, you know, I feel like that what that that is like Final Fantasy, like traditional Final yeah. Fantasy's like biggest strong suit, I think, is, is pacing because there's just like this excitement to, uh, you know, the plot and the momentum of everything that's going on. And that's. It, it always is so good at, at creating what, what Corey and I talk about often. We, we call them Final Fantasy moments where it just feels like oh, like everything has been building to this like really cool scene uh, that, you know, you, you know, you, you've been anticipating this this moment for a while. And, you know, it they, they are, you know, they move along snappily and stuff. And, you know, even though Final Fantasy 14 might uh might fit your definition of a game that's a second job. Uh, you know, I think the expansion storylines have uh, really brought back that old Final Fantasy pacing feel where you're just like, there's just like interesting things happening yeah. in the story all the time. And you're just like, oh my gosh, like, I can't wait. I just can't wait to see what happens next, you know? Yeah. Like that's that's what old Final Fantasy was all about, you know. Yeah, I, I definitely. Super Nintendo. Oops. Uh? Whoops. I mean, I definitely miss that kind of thing, and you know, I like a lot of drag, drag quest games are very long, and I feel like that 
I shouldn't feel that way about Dragon Quest games sometimes, but I, I do feel like that maybe they're a little bit, at least, at least I thought the 11 was probably a little bit too long. Oh, come on. Like, can we like make us a double tap down just I mean, to make me know, roll the, forward if I need to? You know, before, uh, before seven, I mean, they were mostly like 30, 40 hour games. Yeah. I mean, even to an extent, as much as, like, I, I'm just, like, sick of games that are, like, have to be, like, generally more than 40 hours. I mean, 40 <laughs> hours is, is pushing it enough as it is these days, I feel like, for me. Uh, yeah. Even, like, Ease games, I feel like are maybe getting a little bit too long. And those are have always been very tightly paced until mm. probably like seven seven is where yeah seven seven's pacing is not too good i thought Celsetta's was better than that yeah seven has a lot of like go back to this area right to do this thing toward the end of the game sort of thing like why did that just happen I'll, I'll be really curious uh, how how bravely default feels in the in the pacing department because I mean obviously it you know it seems that that they, they seem to be positioning bravely default as their like their their RPG series they're they're like you know traditional if you want style old, RPG if you want old Final Fantasy don't look for it in Final Fantasy look for it in bravely default at, at least in terms of the gameplay system. I, guess I, well, I had my issue with the first Bravely Default, so um, uh, you know I, I I don't I don't know what I'll think of, of the second, but I, I th that's why I'm going to start that after I finish Fire Emblem Echoes. I'm I'm pretty close to the end of that now. I think <laughs> I, I've been working on that game since November. <laughs> Oh, we got we got twenty dollars from Macho Nacho Productions. Ah. Good to see you in here. I, I've been hearing uh, I've oh. been uh, I've been hearing Bob uh, name dropping you in, in some of the the recent uh, weekly podcasts. Oh. Um. Uh, he says, uh, "Hey guys, really looking forward to the next Analog Frontiers." Which you know, I, I don't know if you're here earlier, but. You know, uh, uh, tomorrow morning, barring, you know, any earth shattering events, you know, I'm expecting that to release tomorrow morning. It is, it is upload and ready to go. Uh, but, uh, also says, uh, also this game looks really difficult. Corey has way more patience than I do. Thanks for everything you both do. Well, thank you. And thank you for, for what you do too. Uh, for, for those who might not remember, uh, uh, Macho Nacho Productions uh, helped us with the uh, helped us uh, tremendously with the um, with the uh, uh, the Game Boy IPS episode. Uh, uh, lent us a number of, uh, of of different models that I didn't have access to when I started realizing like oh there's like a lot more things that I feel like I should cover in this and I don't have uh 
And, and I was feeling pretty burnt out by the money that I'd already already uh, put into it. And then oh, I, yeah, I yeah. found your funeral and I saw like, I was like, man, like your stuff looks uh, so good. And, uh, and like, you've got all these things I need to need to look at. And I was just like, oh man, I hate, hate to ask, but like, <laughs> could I borrow some of these? Because I just can't put any more money into this project. <laughs> uh, he was he was very generous helping us out. Uh, he's he's got a fantastic uh, channel where he, he puts together all all sorts of of uh, mods and he just he just makes it look really good and and casual yeah. I mean, if, if, if people like cool. our B roll, like I feel like his B roll stuff is like on a whole other level. It's very, very good. He, 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 he is very good at playing with like colorful lighting and stuff. I'm, I, I'm always very uh, uh, sort of, I, I'm not very daring with my lighting. Yeah. Or <laughs> you've been getting really good at that. Yeah, I've been having uh, a lot of fun with like the kind of other episode that I've been working on. I feel like one reason you're able to do it more is because you've got the GH5 and it, it has better low light performance than the GH4. Well, I mean, I feel I, like you're, you're able to get more out of sort of lower power colored LEDs than I am. No, I think it's mainly because I have a lot of them, though, honestly. Well, yeah, well, yeah, you have a lot of them, but I, I think that also plays a factor. But you, you've just been a lot more confident i think in in your your lighting that i have i i i play it pretty pretty safe with you know not mixing a lot of color temperatures and stuff although i i've, I've been experimenting but i just feel like you get better results than i do for whatever reason i don't know So all the gems give me more health, correct? I mean, that's what seems to be the case. Uh, I guess I, I kind of forgot. I I, I remember I, I think this level, or if it wasn't this level, it was a, it was a similar level with like the tilting world that was on the um, on the Star Fox Nintendo tape. <laughs> no, not, <laughs> I don't mean Nintendo tape like like what old people call Nintendo games, but you know the Nintendo Power tape, <laughs> the Star Fox tape. Um, uh, I, I I think one of these tilting levels, or it might have been this one. I, I don't know. I can't remember if there's another tilting level, but it was on that tape, and I just remember thinking, "Oh my gosh, that looks amazing." Cause like, you know, there was stuff like Castlevania Four, which I can't remember if I played that at that time yet. But like, you know, like a whole like level like tilting like this, like is too much. Well, I mean, you just didn't really see a lot of that kind of stuff like on Super Nintendo. I mean, there was some stuff like that, but but you know, th this looked at the time like on a whole other level. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Uh, there was a uh, five pounds from start select again. Thank you. Saying a cheeky question, but I'm out of the loop. What episodes are coming soon? Just recap what you've publicly announced. 
Well, uh, like I said, barring, you know, natural disasters and unforeseen events, I do believe Analog Frontiers Part uh, Part 3 will release tomorrow. Set aside an hour and five minutes for it. Uh, and uh, beyond that, uh, you know, I, I'm going to get right into Analog Frontiers Part 4 this next week. Um, you know, no, no breaks for me. And I'm hoping to have that one out, you know, uh, relatively quickly. I mean, you know, it, it'll still take a number of weeks, but uh, what? What in, in a perfect world? What I would like to happen is like I will follow uh, the Analog Frontiers uh, three with an episode that I'm just kind of doing a little bit on the side, but it's kind of just like a fun. Uh, thing while I'm working on a Mr. episode as well. You're kind of keeping the topic secret. Yeah, just because I think it's going to be just a, kind of a, a fun surprise. Right. Uh, it, it's going to interest a lot of people, I think. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just, I, I just think it'll be fun for people to watch. Uh, and then um, I will have the Mr. episode after that. And then probably if, if Analog Frontiers uh, 4 is not ready by that time, then I'm probably... I mean, somewhere in there, I'll release another one of the marathon videos. I put together a Super or Nintendo themed one, which, <laughs> I mean, there's people probably they have no real interest in those, but I've been very surprised, like watching the views on them continue to climb and be very steady. Uh, hmm. You know, as it's not like a, I mean, they aren't they aren't huge views, but they're steady. Oh yeah, well the thing is, is like they're like surpassing a lot, like like a lot of new episodes in the same amount of time like it was it started out really slow why can't i i need a little bit more a little bit more shake shake here i can't do anything here left right up down left right no oh there we go i guess when all else fails shake right uh but you know i will do uh, it's just it's just been fun interesting watching them do like <laughs> decently well uh, I mean Joe told me that he had a similar experience when he started doing their the game sack uh, console crunch videos which you know he says if you look here's like my like the view graph on it and it starts out like below everything else and then slowly it'll just like it'll continue go uh, like on a uh, like an upward slope, and then it will like go above what view counts usually happen. It's just it's just kind of interesting. Um, I mean, you know, originally I, I was kind of hoping that um, the Mister episode would hit before Analog Frontiers Part Four. Oh yeah, it will, I feel, yes, I it, it, I think it will before. Part I four. feel like it definitely will this before. But I feel like. There's enough Mister stuff in Analog Frontiers Part Three that I'm I'm comfortable with it if it doesn't. But I, I would like that to happen if it's possible, for sure. Yes, I mean I, that, that's gonna you know, happen. I, I have no clue how long Part Four is gonna take, but I I don't think it's gonna be that bad to edit Excuse comparatively. Me. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see how it progresses, like as as it's going. 
There's a shot of this boss battle in, I forget if it was part one or part two, but I, I, I thought looked. How many, yeah. how many uh, worlds are there? Like, is it, is it a pretty long game or is it? Uh, I, I feel like there's probably like, I don't know, five or six at most. Oh. Oh. I, I feel like this is like the most iconic scene in the game. It, yeah. Maybe in part because it was also on that Star Fox tape, but like th this this boss is just like burned into my mind. Oh, see, I, I just think he looks really cool. Like like the way he animates, like it's a very it's like a very classic treasure style boss with the arms and everything, but just kind of. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think he looks pretty cool, you know, even though it's like early season rent. You gotta grab his hand and make him punch himself. Yeah. Yeah. Was... I mean, it's pretty, it's, it's definitely a cool looking boss battle. Why are you hitting yourself? <laughs> oh, did, is, is Audi in here? I might be. There he is, yeah. Says, uh, I just woke up and saw this stream is live. What Super <laughs> Mario game is this? <laughs> uh, this is the Japan only Super Mario Brothers 9. Oh. I mean, I heard. Didn't you guys hear about that? Like in Japan, they're on like. There's, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Super Mario 25 or something at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, Super did, did Mario. you did you ever have anybody in? I mean, I don't know if that was like just in, uh, for I, the, I for the age that I was, thing. like, you know, like uh, in Japan, you know, they're on this thing, but. Yeah, I I I don't think I I heard that specifically, but. You know, everyone learned that with Final Fantasy. When Final Fantasy VII came out and, you know, we realized the numbers were all off. Yeah. I think everyone learned the secret that there are things that we didn't get. Maybe I'm just timing this incorrectly. I still haven't changed my clock in this room, oh, really? so I'm like, I'm like really. I, I kind of got a little bit nervous when you hadn't started the Discord call, and it was uh, <laughs> like three minutes before. I'm like, oh god, this maybe he doesn't know, or, or we we talked about it like yesterday or something. But I was like, maybe yeah. he forgot, forgot well, to change. I, I didn't your, know about it until like Tuesday this week. Um, yeah, I didn't really either. I think I didn't know about it until like last weekend. Man, I was I was so out of it today. <laughs> Just like because like I didn't get to bed until later because I was watching the first render of Analog Frontiers Part Three, and uh, uh, you know, and then it took me a lot to fall asleep, and I ended up waking up earlier than I wanted. I've just I've been tired. 
tired, you know, and all the cumulative tiredness of yeah. finishing the big project. And, uh, <laughs> like, you know, I brushed my teeth after my shower this morning, like always. And <laughs> I was, I went into the bathroom to wash my hands before lunch. And then, like, my phone rang. Oh, I see. I can. And, like, all of a sudden when my phone phone is ringing, I'm just like, why am I brushing my teeth? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, this is how out of it I am at this point of finishing uh -oh. this. This is what analog editing a project the size of Analog Frontiers all on your own does to your brain. It was like, I just like start brushing my teeth like completely subconsciously. Like I was just like, I, I, I just like, like blacked out and started brushing my teeth. Instead of washing my Is that teeth. it? Yep. Let's continue. It's, it's a really neat fight. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, I don't know. I just, I've always thought this is, this is one of the cool boss battles of, maybe of, of, of all time. the game uh, says, uh, did you know this game was originally called Doki Doki Mischief Mario, but the music and graphics were so awful they changed it to a Maruna game. <laughs> uh, harumph. <so. laughs> I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing here. It's just like there's so much going on. I can't. How am I supposed to even fight this? Was I not supposed to do this yet? Jeez. What? Like, what am I? How, like, how do I even do this? Did I, did I mess something up and do it in an improper order? Because I cannot... Holy cow. Like, what? what's even going on here? Like, he's shooting that stuff at me, and I can't... I can't do anything. You just start fight again, or is that... Yeah. Like, I don't even understand. So you died? Yeah, then... I, I just died again, because there was three attacks happening at once, basically. Huh. I don't know what happened. Let's try it again. I don't know if I... Uh, how are we doing on the donations? I think I saw three of them pop uh, up. Just go. But, you know, speaking of, 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 of Doki Doki Mischief Mario, the, the Japanese of this game, I, Japanese name, I think, isn't it like Go Go Troublemakers or something? I know it's Troublemakers, not Mischief. What is going Like, I, I think there's something more to it than that, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it, isn't it like go? There's some. I thought there was something before. Oh, UK, 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 UK troublemakers. I, I don't. I guess is that is that go go? Yeah, it looks like that's supposed to be. Go -Go. 
Uh, one hoogie with two dogs. Any more news on the analog pocket? I mean, y'all, y'all know as much as we know. Sometimes oh, more because come. I'm not always paying scratching attention. my head. <laughs> and like I lost a quarter of my health. I guess it's just a really small window that you have to grab the, the hand now. I guess so. Uh, Jake A has $5 saying, uh, kill the wizard. <laughs> Which I guess you did. I don't even understand. I guess it seems like a, quite, quite a, uh, Difficulty spike. Maybe I'll do what I was doing before. Double check that I have everything set up correctly on Analog Frontiers. It should be. I mean, I'm assuming that it is, but I'll take a look. Yeah, it's just I, I trust you a lot more than myself on, on the, the the clerical background aspects of YouTube. <laughs> All right, here we go. Now he's getting real power. Come on. Sean, I gotta Quinn, hit him. Sean Quinn says, I like my bosses to have damage meters. That that that's always something that I'm I'm torn on. Like I especially when it comes to like RPGs, like I feel like that's a, a comparatively new thing for RPGs. Uh like, you know, especially like the Final Fantasy series didn't have life bars over enemies until yeah. 11? I think we have black bars in 11, don't they? I try to... I think so. It's been a little while. But certainly, certainly by 12, they did. And, uh, you know, you, it's just, it's, it's interesting, you know, that that's information that you didn't have previously in Final Fantasy games. Unless you, like, scan. You know, you didn't know how, how close you were to the end. 
and uh... yeah, and in RPGs though, it's different because it's kind of nice. One thing you don't get very often in games is when you have like a sliver of health left, and your last party member do, like does the final blow. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I, I, that, that happened to me in Final Fantasy IV. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's happened to me countless times, I think, in different games over the years. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's I, 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 I do like like kind of the tension of not knowing, but it's also nice to know. So it's you know, it's. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting both ways, for sure. I, 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 I accept either either way, whatever the game designer chose, I'm fine with. Changing color is acceptable, having them red and then flashing at the end of time. I mean, that's that's just classic Konami. I mean, that's that is, that is the Konami. But I certainly thing. had my fair share of annoyances with that last week, like flashing colors oh. and stuff. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that was that was a bit of a slow uh, color change. And, th and there was no flashing to it, was there? It was just getting redder and redder and redder. Right. Oh, speaking of which, uh, that, that Turtles game looks pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. We didn't really talk about that. Yeah, I think it looks pretty good. It's so stupid. I, I mean, you know, the, the animation style is not like a dead ringer for... The, Definitely not. You know, the original cartoon. I mean, it's it's difficult to get that kind of animation anymore, for sure. But it's it, it, I, I I at least appreciate that it is going for that step. You know. Uh, so it's it's pretty neat because my goodness, I I I cannot stand what. The current Nickelodeon Ninja Turtles. Like, like it, they, they look so terrible. Like, just so terrible. I, I just, I, I, I cannot, I cannot do it. Like, Raphael is like bigger than the other three turtles combined. Well, he's like the brawler. I, I know, but he's just like so stupidly big, and the others just—they just look weird. I mean, I've never seen an episode, so I have no idea what it's really like. But they, they just—I do not like how they look. Like, it's clearly me just being an old man, but. <laughs> they clearly understood that with this new game and wanted to appeal to the old men. <laughs> yeah. you know, it, do, it, it does look really cool. I mean, I'm... <laughs> can't deal with our Ninja Turtles not looking like we remember, you know? <laughs> 
I agree. All four turtles should be should be the same size. You know? This is ridiculous. That was stupid. You know, just juggling me while I was down. There's nothing I could do. Golden game thought this game was too easy. Well, I I mean I haven't really had much of a problem until this. <laughs> I think. Well you were having some trouble on some That's problems. right. Look out for that stupid. I, you know, to be honest, I don't I don't remember if my friend beat this boss. Uh, when he win the game back in the day because uh, I, I don't remember seeing the next world until until I owned the game myself. But if I'm remembering right, the next world is kind of different. It's less levels and more like kind of like a kind of like little competitions. I think that's the next It's like a little Winter Olympics sort of thing. Come on. It's like that little pause. This is... I should, uh... I should have patched this boss. Patched the difficulty on this boss. Audi <laughs> says, Rise of TMNT has some good writing as an interesting take. I appreciate they tried something different after the excellent CGI series rather than just reboot again. Is, is Rise of TMT the, the one whose character designs I'm disparaging? Yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot of yeah, good yeah, stuff like that is an actually that. animated really well, despite you know, kind of a minimalistic look to everything. I mean, again, I, I've not seen it in action, just, but whenever I, I am unfortunate enough to like see the character designs in some capacity, I'm always just like, ugh. I, I, I would like to actually watch the whole 2002 or whenever it was 2002-2003 series because I, I, you know, I, I think I've told the story before how uh, you know, they, they were, you know, that was the first reboot and that was my first year in college and I was like all like that, that came out and uh, the Kirby cartoon came out and I was oh, just yeah. like, oh yeah, you know, I I'm going. I'm going to wake up again and watch. Start watching Saturday morning cartoons again. It's going to be great. Um, and then I, you didn't. I, I didn't. <laughs> I, I feel like I, I lasted maybe like three weeks. That pause is just like messing me up.
Golden Kane says when he makes a painful face, you know the pause is coming. Yeah, same. I, I, I need to see more of the Kirby cartoon as well. I, I liked what I saw. It's just that, you know, waking up is not... I, I, I do not count among my skills. I was holding up. I'm looking for that painful face. Thank you, thank you, Golden Cane. Now you got me. Oh, that sort of like confused face? Yeah. At least they give you a lot of opportunities to get health crystals back. Yeah. Mischief Makers have a hard mode? I, I don't think so, but I mean, actually like collecting everything in every level, it's kind of hard mode. There's a, there's a lot of things in every level that if you want to do them, you have to like pull off much more high level play, but um, just to beat the game, you don't necessarily have to do that stuff. Please be dead. Come on. How, how, many, how many times do I got to hit him? I don't know. Are those Mischief Makers about 40-ish now? I mean, that's... That's not too bad in the grand scheme of things, I guess. Yeah. Pretty annoying. Pretty annoying, I gotta say. <laughs> uh, there is, uh, I don't actually see it in the chat for some reason. Wait, is, is it re is it replaying Super Chat from last week all of a sudden? I had that problem earlier, but like on the actual stream. Yeah. Yeah, I had, like I had something like that happen like when I was like setting up. And then, uh, and then uh, Red Lobster biscuits, and now Zoom Dust's response to the biscuit conversation. <laughs> or people, anyway. people just really want us to talk about Red Lobster Biscuits again. Red Lobster Biscuits. Uh, I, I, I had Texas Roadhouse pork chops for lunch to celebrate finishing Analog Frontiers Part 3. I had barbecue on yesterday, I guess, from like a local place. Pork chops aren't exactly barbecue, but 
No, I, did I, say, I didn't say barbecue. Did I say pork chops? You said barbecue. I said pork chops. Oh, I... Yeah, but you, you went to Eli's Barbecue. Or not Eli's Barbecue, but you said Texas Roadhouse. I guess, duh, I think they're the same thing. They're not. I don't know why. I don't know why I was... I mean... I was, I, I I was, was... reading about, about Eli's Barbecue on... Because uh, I have like a free like $30 Uber Eats coupon that they keep on sending me. It's like, it's been funny because I've never used Uber Eats, but they keep on sending me like, here's $20 to spend on Uber Eats. And then I like, I've never used it. And then today it's just like, here's $30 to use on Uber Eats. <laughs> like they really want me to try out Uber Eats, I guess. You know, I, I almost... It's like get $30 if you spend, you spend, uh, you get $30 if you spend $1. So, oh, did I, get, I, I finally. I, uh, you know, DoorDash sent me a bunch of promotional coupons in the mail. Yeah. Like, you know, throughout oh, 2020. Whoops. I just and, missed uh, this cussing because I hit the Z button. Uh oh. Oh, well. Something happened. I see uh, Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder, I think, has been asking what happened to the to the uh, the fake the fake Stogie, and I I got it, but I like I misplaced it and cannot find it. What? I put it someplace. I set it down like in the closet or something like that, and I cannot find it. That's crazy. I'll have to I'll have to find it. Uh, there was uh, in terms of actual super chats that happened. Uh, so he was playing the the conversation about Shadow of the Colossus from last week. Yeah, I have no idea um, why it's doing that. There was it. a four nine four nine nine from Gavin Langley saying, "What's up?" Now it's starting the the. Uh... I wonder if that has anything to do with them in here. Hang on. Oh, th there's Vanessaria with five dollars saying, "Awesome stream tonight. Great work as always." That was a, that was the last stream from AM last week. Our stream sometime, which that that one popped up just after we turned off the stream. So now I got to read it. Yeah, but now we're going from the top here. I don't know why it's doing that. Uh, I apologize. I don't know why it's doing that. Uh oh, so okay, so I guess there's like a little plot twist here, maybe. Like I rescued the the master and now I'm We're getting a little like hey, there's a lot more to the game, probably. Oh yeah, now it's playing the ones from Yeah, early it's starting the from the top. Game. Oh gosh, why is it doing this? I don't know. I don't know. I I can turn off the ticker for a little. I mean, it's gonna, it's just gonna happen. It's gonna go all the way through. We can start from the, start from the top and talk about them all if you want. Yeah, it's because of the uh, the shake shake. <laughs> it's lunar. I'm completely destroy them. I don't know. I was not paying attention to that at all. Yeah, maybe this is like a weird glitch. Streamlabs must be glitching. Maybe. Joe says it's been happening to a few others as well. So. Hmm. I feel like I feel like I saw another super chat, but maybe not.
Did this come out before or after Bangayo? Oh yeah, I forgot Bangayo. Isn't Bangayo like really late? It's got to be before. It's got to be before because this is this is like '97 or maybe '98. I don't know. I think it's nice. Was Bangayo? I feel like Bangayo was before like Sin and Punishment. Bangayo like, huh? was before Sin and, Sin, and, Sin and Punishment, I think. Was it? <laughs> People got their double their money's worth of this week on Super Chats. This week <laughs> on Super Chats. People get double their money. Why does the professor look like he's wearing a Moogle costume? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Mischief Makers is 97. Bengai. Oh. Is. 99. I, I totally forgot Bengayo was on N64. Yeah. And then uh Clan Pot Shake. And Sin and Punishment. Sin and Punishment is two thousand. Throw an item, release it on top of the pot. Take an item out, stand on top of the pot. So did you see my stuff I posted in the, the Discord chat about this uh this Blu-ray that I got that I have here? Uh no. Oh hang on, let me grab it. So, about two years ago, I bought this Blu-ray at, at Goodwill for like two bucks. Maybe it was like three years ago. Uh, this is uh, it's the, the Neon Genesis Evangelion uh, 1.1.1, 1, 1, 1. 1. I think it is, or 111, 1.11. Uh, you Are Not Alone. It looks like it's never been watched. Okay. Anyways, I saw something out there, because the... the, the New movie just came out in Japan. It's like the like mm -hmm. the like the end of it, I guess. And apparently, like this is like out of print. And I looked it up, and it's like selling for like like two hundred dollars on eBay. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, well, do I do I sell it? I mean, is that <laughs> what I wish I, I should do? And some people are like, oh, you should you know you should check out the series because I've only seen like maybe a couple of episodes of the TV show, and I don't even know if. It's worth watching, like the TV show, or just going to this. Uh, so, but I mean, the, the the show is on Netflix, so I was like, I'm just gonna like watch a couple of them, see if maybe I can go through it. I guess. Then I'll watch this. I'll watch this, and then I'll sell it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it looks like it's never been, it's been never been watched. Uh, I mean, I, I I I checked out a little bit of it on Netflix just out of curiosity. I mean, you know. It's interesting for sure. It's, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if it's, I, I, I've heard it said that it's, you know, it's, it's not a, not a beginner's anime. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, there's, there, I mean, there, there's, there's a lot going on and I guess like, it's like, it's very confusing towards the end. Uh, I mean, and very it, like it abstract. Definitely, 
it's definitely very confusing. But I, 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 I assume the reason that's probably so popular is because I heard that, you know, Netflix redid all the voice acting. Oh, maybe. So that, that's probably like the last one with like the original voices or whatever. I don't know if it has um, would have any yeah. interest at all to you, but uh, it's it's it was it's made by the person who would went on to do uh, Shin Godzilla. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, I had heard that. My... I thought I was gonna be in this. Okay, so okay, so one point one one is one point eleven is a retelling of the first six episodes. Well, I mean, I watched like two episodes last night, so if I I feel like if I just like watch. Uh, two episodes a night, you know, I can finish in a few weeks. If you have the clamp I have holding down, you can check its contents. As I marked with the numbers, you press L or R, you can change their order. I don't even understand. Like, Sandy, do you need to go poop? Your, your, uh, your schedule of doing stuff has been off today. Even, even not considering the time change. You go poop. Am I doing things wrong here? If I press down. And I press, I'm pressing LRR, it's not doing anything. I must be doing something wrong. But I mean, if it's just a retelling, oh, look at, I guess I should probably remove that if I'm gonna sell it. Okay, so it looks like I paid $3 for it. So I wonder if I, I should probably, it's gonna bring down the resale value, I guess. So $3, I mean, if I can turn it around and. Yeah, I, sounds like a good deal but that probably would ruin the resale value of it. Okay, store an item, release it on top of the pot. Take, okay. Okay, that's what I need right there. some boxes from 
Japan this week. I thought uh, maybe maybe I should maybe I should open them. What what are they? Uh, I got some I got some things from I ordered on eBay from Japan. I what? I I don't like I'm seeing what's going on with uh, with Sean Quinn's tweets here. Three ninety nine. Trump won't be as bad as everyone thinks. Three ninety nine. Dra- grape nuts will be in plentiful supply. Well, I, think, I think he's making jokes about the 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 old Streamlabs. Oh, I see. He's jokes about the old stream, the old Streamlabs popping up. I see. Okay. <laughs> so now it's going way back. Oh, okay. I see what's going on now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I got I ordered hey hey see you coming to see what I got? I need that explosive thing. I got. I was waiting a long time for this to show up. Oh, season eight was supposed to be good. I see. I see. He had something about uh, Game of Thrones season eight will be the best one yet. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know, I think back on that a lot. And the first two episodes of season eight are are really good. Like especially uh, episode two was really good at the time. I got Gunnack and Mother Three. And what? Oh, and Mother 3. Mother 3. How about that? Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's it's hard to find, like, an actual copy of Mother 3 on eBay. <laughs> oh, like, you better I mean, open that up, make sure it's legit. Well, I, I will, but I I, I, I... I was pretty confident from the listing, so... The, the, the listing seemed... Reliable. Yeah, I'll 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 investigate it for sure. I I, I I'm kind of tempted to stream Gunnack next next time because I, I I I you know I, I'm not a big schmuck guy. Um, but this is like so confusing was, to me. Uh, I was uh, I, like, I, what am? How do I? I was, I was playing, um, I was just randomly playing it, recording footage for Analog Frontiers uh, Part 3, and I was just like, man, this is, this is really fun. Like, I didn't want to stop playing it. It was just, I don't know, just something about it was just more fun to me. Okay. I see. And then it still didn't... I wish it wasn't annoying. Like I, I, I get what they're trying to do. I just feel like it's really overcomplicated. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And now that it's like full, how do I get more? 
stuff here. Speaking of of treasure, I also got two games that are much cheaper to get Japanese versions. Uh, I, I have the Japanese version I got of uh, Guardian Heroes. Guardian Heroes and Panzer Dragoon Saga, which was like it was like fifty dollars or less. Mmm, that's a clean-looking disc. This is... This is... But I mean, you know, almost anything you buy out of Japan is nice. Okay, I gotta, I gotta combine four mini explosives to make a bomb. Does, does it even tell me that? Well, look, there's like a little, there's like on the on the center, on the center uh, ones where the discs three and two and three are. There's like a little, like a little, like a little cloth pad. I don't know if that's if that came if it came that way originally or if the shipper. That in it even has even has oh. the obi, which I I am not one to care about obi strips, but it's there. My 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 desire is to understand Japanese well enough to actually play the disc of this without having to. Just do it through o an ODE. Man, did that you was know, like... Did you know that the Japanese title is Azel Panzer Dragoon RPG? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I did not. What, what makes you think that I would not know that? Why wouldn't I know that? Because I, I didn't, but you know, you're the, you're the second guy. Okay, I guess. Oh, we got a $10 from Mega X6. Thank you. Saying uh, I bought and am now uh, about to play Star Fox Adventures for the first time because of the Dinosaur Planet stream. And I am, or I, I am, I guess he's saying I am playing Star Fox Adventures for the first time. Is dinosaur plant stream and i am loving it as always thanks for all you two do well thank you uh and uh you should definitely everyone should definitely go check out the df retro on uh on a, a dinosaur plant and star fox adventures that john just did uh because it's very cool and it's actually got uh an interview with kevin bayless who you know I saw him actually write like an article after the, the leak happened um, that had uh, some of this information in it. But like John had been sitting on some of this information about like Timber the Tiger from Diddy Kong Racing, mm -hmm. like was supposed to be the original main character. Uh, and like he was sitting on all this information from this interview he did at Platonic Games from several years ago. 
That's cool. uh, I'll, I'll have to watch it. Chris I, I... Ramsey saying, uh, thanks for the heads up on Evo 1.11. I've had my copy sitting around for a year and might try to make some money off of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's so interesting how different we are on physical media for movies and stuff as opposed to... Uh, well, I mean... Oh, just like in general. Yeah, I mean, for me especially, it's just like... Games. Yeah, I mean... It's just, it's different for me, you know? It's just, it's... Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, I only I, have so as, much room. I'm not as passionate about, like, owning specific versions of specific movies. I'm not as worried about not getting access to a specific version of a movie. I mean... Yeah. It's just because, I mean, in, in the same way that a lot of people would just be like, oh, well, you know, I, I, I can't, I don't, I don't care if I, if I can't play the original version of, I mean, what will be a good example, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I should be able to think of an example, but, you know, I, I mean, you know, I get I, it. I, I like, I, huh? I, I mean, I can understand wanting it you know like especially if you know your internet goes down sure. i mean i i keep i have some stuff here it's but... just i'm not like you know it would deeply bother me to not have access to some versions of some games and to have control over my access to it yeah but for movies it's just like oh well, if i can't watch this movie then you know I, I, i'm not bothered to find some other way to watch if i really have to or just forget about it you know yeah. So then I've got one more package wrapped up in looks like some sort of Japanese home buying flyers. Oh yeah. I, I always like it when the when, when like they use for packaging like like newspapers or stuff. Sometimes there's interesting stuff, or it looks interesting. Can't read it all that much, but I like it. it's interesting. I got, this is kind of a, a really weird game that I think almost no one knows about. Um, that uh, we did, oh, I remember this level. I thought this was much later in the game. Well, maybe I'm pretty far into the game. Maybe you are. I, I think it's like, I think it's like five worlds, but I don't know. Maybe there's only four. I, I honestly can't remember. Um, we, we discovered this, um, you know, back when Drum and Lynn thought, you know, there was still a chance they would be able to go on their honeymoon to Japan. Uh, uh, you know, and then it became apparent they they would not be able to. Uh, you know, they nice, we, we nice did sort there. of a consolation stream. What were they? Or no, it was it was before that. It was or as they were deciding that maybe they couldn't go. Um, but they thought they still might be able to go. So they had like tested a bunch of random Japanese games on emulators to see what they might want to pick up while they were there. And then they picked some for me to try on the stream. Oh, okay. Something they thought were interesting. Yeah. And this, this is, it's not 
super cheap. It was like thirty-ish dollars. What was I supposed to do there? This is this is Dar Darba Dojo. Oh. And it's it's kind of this weird. It's kind of a, a very different sort of puzzle game. Uh huh. You play as these like monks. It's it's it was kind of fun though. And the last thing I oh, have I here see. is PC Engine Adventure Island. Oh. Which you know, I, I, John uh, John was telling me that's his favorite one. Oh, interesting. I have heard good things about that one. So yeah, I I I, I went on a little little Japanese eBay spree because I spent like almost no money that I didn't have to spend in January and February, and I was very proud of myself. So I'm <laughs> like, well, now I need to import some video games. <laughs> Our super chat from Warren Hokey. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, with all the games add to Game Pass, does Morrowind still hold up in 2021? Oof. Uh, that's an interesting question. You know, I, for sure, I don't know if the Xbox version of Morrowind holds up in 2021. Uh, you know, I have tried it on Xbox. I, I played a version. I forget what people called it. There, there was a, there was like this. Um, I, I play it on PC, like mm, maybe like eight years ago. Uh, using some, I, I forget what they called it, but there was like kind of like this curated pack of mods that like did a lot of bug fixes and also did a lot of uh, you know graphical tweaks that. My understanding is that they were they were tweaks that were in the spirit of you know the original intent of the graphics. You know, not 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 changing the uh, artistic vision of it over much. You know, so it was supposed to be. I assume I can keep on going some, in a level, and there's like a, some, another exit or something like that. Some uh, quality of life tweaks. And, and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, um, it's uh, you know it. I it was interesting going through it. I mean, I, I can de I definitely feel like it would have been more. It would have been cooler to play at the time that it was you know new. Uh, it's it's definitely hard to go back to. I mean. You know, people complain about the combat in Oblivion and Skyrim. I, I'm totally fine with the combat in those games. The uh, the combat in uh, Morrowind is, is very awkward. I don't think it works very well at all. Um, but it is definitely an interesting game, for sure. The You know, kind of the overall weirdness of it is, is definitely interesting. You know, although... You know, I think like the Shivering Isles expansion of Oblivion is like, you know, way cooler. And just in terms of like a, a sort of a stranger world. 
You know, actually, though, speaking of uh, of uh, the uh, all the the Bethesda stuff just getting added. You know, in addition to that, there are also several Bethesda games getting the frame rate boost, uh, where where the the frame rate uh, is being effectively doubled on Xbox One X and Series, or, or Series X and Series S, um, including uh, Fallout 4, which I still haven't played, and Prey, which uh, I know John loves that game. And I, I actually oh, yeah. do have, I have I, the I Xbox have too. version of that. I, do, I, I think I got it on target clearance for four ninety nine. Yeah, I, I, I got it for pretty cheap. I can't remember if, I, if you picked it up or I picked I think I picked it up. It was really cheap. I think it was like I think it was like five dollars on clearance on Best Buy online or something like that. And um, uh, yeah, so I have that. Um, so that's exciting. That's going to be sixty FPS now. Um, and I got it just because to have a a physical copy of a sixty frames version of what am I doing? Skyrim, even though technically it's you know it's patched all the heck so it's not i guess really on disc but you know how i am i like to have my console versions i like to have my disc on shelves uh, i got i i got a a used copy on ebay of skyrim uh on xbox one because that's going to be 4k 60 now oh really yeah so i got it just because I have to say that I'm not sure how likely I am to continue playing this after the stream. <laughs> it's just, it's just not. It's, Why did it's she just turn around in the middle of the understandable, air? understandable, for sure. I mean, she just like turned, changed directions randomly in the middle of the, in the middle of my jump. I guess Rears the Blood did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I think that's about what I paid. It might have been 13. I think it was like 13 with free shipping or something like that. I do wonder if that like turnaround could have been a controller thing or if you actually did that. I don't know. It could it very well could be this D-pad. I mean, you know, you always talk about how you uh, you have this habit of of hitting the opposite direction. But I'm like I am like going out of my way to make sure that I don't do stuff like this cuz it's like in here it just make her dash. $2 from Jonathan Hinson. Thank you. It says, uh, is Dragon Quest XI on Switch a good port of the game? And uh, I think so. I mean, that's how I play yeah. it. Yeah. It absolutely is. Um, 
I mean, it's it's very smartly optimized. I always like seeing that kind of stuff. Um, and it's not like like Dragon Quest doesn't need to be like a really good looking game. No, I mean it, it is a pretty good looking game on um, on PS4 for sure. I think, um, but it I mean it does look good on Switch. I mean it's it's it it it's it it runs pretty well and it looks pretty good. I mean, it's it's definitely a well done port of the game. Um, you know, the I, 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 I'm really disappointed with the with the uh, version that they put on of, of the definitive edition that they put on Xbox and PS4 because, you know, they 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 don't have uh, the geometry is you know paired back just like the switch version the um, the uh, uh, like the grass doesn't there's not as much grass and you know a, a lot of the areas that they culled for the switch version uh, remain because supposedly the new content was made for Switch and it made it difficult to recreate that on, you know, the original version of the game, which just seems so stupid to me. Like, why didn't they consider that? <laughs> uh, um, it, 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 you know, I love the Switch version. I, I think it's very impressive uh, for its platform. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm really annoyed by technically better than Switch versions on Xbox One and PS4 because they they should have been better. They should have had, they, they should not be a visual downgrade from the original PS4 version. They are 60 frames per second though. On, on uh, at, least, at least on Xbox One, I downloaded the demo on Xbox One. Um, it's 60 frames on X at least. Um, PS4, I'm, I'm not sure. Probably. But it's just, it's, it's just, it's, it's annoying that, you know, visually, you know, the, the world does not look as good as it originally did. The vanilla version. Uh, uh, you know, on the same system. So even though the frame rate's higher, like who needs frame rate in Dragon Quest? Like I'd rather, I'd well, rather exactly. look. Exactly. So, and I'll... you know, just in terms like of like what I prefer, I like, I like playing my Dragon Quest games portable because I find like grinding levels and stuff to be very fun in them. Ooh. I mean, just not even fun. It's just like, it's easy to do other things while you do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's a very good version of the game. It's just that when that same version is brought to a system that already had a a more visually uh, complex version of the game, it's it's disappointing to see that. But on taking on its own merits on Switch, it's an excellent version. Um, you know that that was one of the reasons that I got ukulele on Switch because I liked the idea that. Uh, Platonic like put in a lot of work in uh, making the Switch version, um, you know, 
really optimized for the platform, even though technically it could have looked better, ran better on another system. I just, I, I felt it was a well done switch port. And that, that kind of stuff, just whenever a, whenever something is done well for the platform that it's on, I, I just really appreciate that. Even if it's technically lesser than another version. Uh, and so on Switch, great. On PS4 and I, personally, if I, I, I would, I would have a hard time seeing myself replaying the game on PS4 without playing the original version. Yeah. Like, I, like I, I, I would, I, I could see myself replaying it, but like, I'd, I'd rather it, I'd rather it look like the original. You know, if I'm going to play it on Switch, fine, it looks good on Switch. But I don't need 60 frames per second with less geometry on PS4 or PS5. It just, you know, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, there was five dollars from Craig Wan. Thank you. Thank you. Saying I missed you, my dudes. Gotta say, you guys have more patience than I do with games like this, especially you, <laughs> Corey. My rage would already be visible. Oh, but you know, Corey, Corey's been frustrated more than usual these past two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Usually I'm pretty laid back, but I don't know. There's just something about. I mean, you were you were pretty easy going and and. Mummy Demastered, except for some of the later boss fights. Yeah. That, that, that was that was your breaking point. Yeah. And I mean, I will admit that I like, I was probably pretty close to the end, you know, like I just did not you have time to, I have not continued it. I mean, to be fair, I have not played any games at all this past week. I just like, I've had other stuff and doing other stuff. There was uh, there was also five dollars from Container Seven, and uh, thank you, but no message. But thank you, much appreciated. I see that guy throwing bombs around. I see you throwing those bombs. Why don't you throw one of those bombs over here? <laughs> Let me see. Let me see them bombs. There you go. There we go. I like. I, I do appreciate the the rather large screen filling explosions every once in a while. <laughs> well, at least you've got a save file in this game that you can you know capture footage from it in the future without exactly. Up. Yes. You know that's it's always nice. I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good here. No. I mean, if there's four worlds, can anybody tell me how many worlds there are? I forget what. It, I feel like it's four or five. Let me look it up. I mean, screen filling explosions is, is a, a treasure staple. Oh, of course. That's how I tame my dog. I grab them by the head and just like smash their head down on the ground. <laughs> that's how I that's how I tame Pootie. <laughs> world two, you're on world three, Mount Snow. 
World 4 Aster's Lair. Boom. Kablam. Five Imperial Headquarters. So there are five worlds. Okay. Not so bad. You're, you're like halfway through the game. I mean, that's not that bad. Well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll return to it. I like how it's like, continue or I'm done. Huh? The uh, the options are continue and I'm done. <laughs> oh. I do this. I can you can ride ride a, a bicycle. That's not how you do it. Oh, I can get these little guys. The explosion was the best. You know, I I booted that up on an emulator. You know, this is gonna make you feel real old, Sean. Uh, I booted that up on emulator, and. Uh, I was going to record footage of it, and I did not record footage of it because... You can't figure it I, out. I was unsure if that, like, shield or whatever the heck it is in the middle of the screen, like, was supposed to look that way or not. <laughs> it looks really Revenge is, like, one of those games that I don't... I don't... I mean, we had it, but I don't remember how to even play it every time. Like I, I think mean, that, that that is definitely an, a, a challenge when booting up Atari games to record. I, I have to confess, there are not many Atari games in Analog Frontiers Part Three. Um, uh, but I, I I have to admit to. Uh, uh, you know, when I when I boot up an Atari game, I, I often just like I I have no idea how to play this. <laughs> Sandy, what's wrong? Do you need to poop? You didn't poop when we went out before. You had no interest. You've been you've been weird about your bathroom time. <laughs> Not been doing things when you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. you be quiet if you do a good poop. Mm -hmm. Can we go do that? I mean, judging from what I've seen, there's been a, there's a lot of uh, a lot of passion for this. Did I just get what did I just get? It's got some item. It's definitely a lot of passion for this game though in the chat. I mean, you know, I, I think it's I think it's a game that it's a little easier to get into. I think when you're younger, you know, you're, you're yeah, more. Yeah, but I mean, usually to, I'm pretty. To, to I do like time it. Time to learn its idiosyncrasies. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like I said, my save file says like 16 or 17. <laughs> So when that was when you were that old, I was like thirty-five, basically. <laughs> I 
All right, so if I, I wonder if I, wonder if I've screwed myself here. It's like, you need to reset the level of the star again. Okay. Is that my total time? Yeah, yeah two hours, 20. Did you did you say that when when you were that age? No, I was I was kidding around. Five because that's definitely not the case. I know I I was I was I was kidding. Sandy did not poop. She just peed. For those who were curious, <laughs> for those those keeping track at home. Mm-hmm. It's okay, Sandy. I can't even keep track of what time it is right now anymore either. Okay, okay star and level the level restarts. Okay. Yeah, it's so weird. I mean, do we really know that much about what happened to Treasure? I mean, I, I know that they they did like some game that was supposed to be like a multimedia project of some kind and it didn't do very well. And then that was like it. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what it was though. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know if there's like really a lot of official information out there, but it's like, it's obvious they seem to not have any development staff anymore. I mean, I think they just, I, I, I think they technically still exist as a company, but probably just to, to hold their properties. Yes. But like, like they didn't do the like the switch port of Ikaruga in house. Oh, they did or did did not. Yeah, I mean, I I'd be shocked if they did. The the director of Ikaruga works at them too. Yeah. He was too shy to talk to us. I know. I... <laughs> uh, there was uh, two dollars from from old JPEG J John Perry G uh. saying hi guys. Hi, hi JPEG. Hello. Just waiting for him to come through here. Uh, yeah, this is on alteration to my. Uh, are you you looking at on RGB though? Yes, I'm playing on PBM. What is going on with my webcam? It is a little blurrier than usual looking, isn't it? Yeah, it's out of focus. Uh, it must be because I was up at it earlier. Maybe. Okay. Got refocused or whatever. It also just looks like the bit rate might be a bit low. Hang on, leave it. Do I keep the yellow star though? Sandy, you need to be less of a fussy butt right now, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. Whoops, I didn't mean to do that. 
I'll I'll play with you when the stream is over, okay? Don't expect too much though, because I'm pretty tired. <laughs> pretty tired. Bouncy guy in bouncy house, bike in bike house. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh I see. You're solving a puzzle. Yeah. See, everything is just like, everything's different in this game, you know? Here we go. Oh, it, it made a noise. Camera, it looks like my camera got focused on OBS. Okay, it says, it, I like how it, it just says for the yellow thing, yellow diamond. It says, got it. Some bombs. Yeah. Did you fix the focus, Sandy? Did she? How did she do that? How did, she, how, how did she do that? Where does Sandy sleep at night? She sleeps in the laundry room. I, I, I have a baby gate on the laundry room, and she sleeps in there. Not that I think that she's like gonna do anything. Like. She had she had a bout of diarrhea maybe like a month ago. And you know <laughs> she she didn't do a thing in the house. And but she, you know, let me know that she was really desperate to go out and she had every reason to justify messing up. Oh, he's gonna send me all the way back. Didn't do it. Like, she is really well house-trained, and she doesn't, uh, you know, often get into things that she shouldn't. Uh, oh, other than, I mean, you know, I know I do. like seeing certain little things that might have fallen on the floor. But, you know, for the most part, she very well behaved. And, uh, but at the same time, like, I... I you know, I, I kind of feel like having a a bedtime routine, so to speak, you know, like you would with a kid is, is good because, you know, that lets her know that you know, done for the day. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was kind of nervous that she might get, uh, you know, kind of fussy outside my door early in the morning or something like that. And I, I do not like waking up early in the morning at all and uh she uh you know i was just worried that she would think that like laying in front of my door or whining or something would get me to get up sooner so i, I just stuck with it you know you know as, as a puppy you know obviously i didn't want to roam the house free as the puppy and you know, just ended up kind of sticking with it even as she's older, just to have that bedtime routine, because she's very quiet at night. She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't uh, say anything at night. You know, the, the, you know, she, she's occasionally woken me up if like, you know, the, and on the off chance that like FedEx 
delivers a package at like seven or eight in the morning or something, which is unusual, but you know, it can happen. She usually. I feel like I, like weirdly bad for like a lot of these. The, uh, the enemies in this game. I don't know why. Huh? I feel weirdly bad for some of the enemies in this game. <laughs> like I'm putting them all in this bag here. I'm probably gonna shake it and make something big out of it. I bet. <laughs> He's like running because he's and he's sweating over it. He's gonna make something. I thought for sure it'd be making like a like a big a big one. <laughs> well, some of them have Santa hats and some of them have flowers. Now I see some are blue and some are white. I don't, I don't know if you're supposed to use a specific one or something. Yeah. I guess we're gonna find out, right? Um. Am I gonna take them all out now? Maybe take them back to his home? I like when I pick one of them up and he, like, I set him back down and he goes right back in. I guess you're just supposed to take them home, maybe. Well, there's, uh, I believe, five Australian from Chris Carey. Oh, thank you. Well, it must be uh, uh, an easy uh, watch time for you uh, first thing in the morning there. <laughs> first. First thing in the morning. First thing in the morning. Any soldering advice for someone doing the Ultra uh, HDMI for N64 on practical advice for how to get better at soldering to that level? That That's really a question for Corey. I, I don't think you, I mean. I you, will, I wouldn't take on the Ultra HDMI. Yeah, well, well, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying is like you, you have been learning, but like Ultra HDMI, like I, 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 I I am under the impression that if you are just beginning, you should not expect to be ready for Ultra HDMI anytime too soon. It's boss, it's boss, boss time. Because, uh... The Great Lunar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Ultra HDMI, I believe, is, is considered a fairly difficult. Um, I don't know, you know, I don't know if you already have your Ultra HDMI board. I mean, obviously, there is also the, um, the N64 digital coming, and I have no idea, like, if there's any possibility it could be a, you know, an easier install, a more difficult install. I have no clue. But... I would imagine that they probably have to ultimately tap into the video in a similar way. Um, 
I just, I don't, I don't know much about that yet, but I, I, I don't think installing the more advanced N64 kits is really considered a beginner project. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. Wow, Chris Carey says it's 2 p.m. having a late lunch. 2 p.m.? Really? I thought Australia was closer to I a... Get closer to like a 12-hour difference. You're, I remember you took the prof. So this was before they started doing any any sequels. For the longest time, Treasure was like no sequels to any of our games ever. I think that the was first sequel... Like I'll see that they like yeah. spoke up. Yeah. And I think that they didn't do a sequel until Gunstar Superheroes. Hmm. I think that was their first sequel. I got a very good. Oh, you've already got two boards. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe maybe you can find someone in Australia who's experienced at installing them. I mean, I, I, I'm sure you'd like to save money by doing it yourself, but, you know, I, I'm under the impression you would need a good bit of experience under your belt. Uh, Yeah, well, daylight savings just started today. You're on the east coast of Tasmania, huh? That's cool. <laughs> you probably don't think that's very cool because you see it every day. But that's like, oh, that sounds, sounds kind of exotic to me. They're crying. Don't cry, kids. There's no bathroom or doors. That's horrible. I want a refund. <laughs> you know, I, I'm i not positive, but I think this might be the only... Uh, the only game Enix published on the N64. At least in the U.S., I think. Because when was the merger? Uh, like 2003, I want to say. Gosh, it doesn't, I guess, 97. It makes me always think about, uh, remember Square Electronic Arts? Like, what a weird, oh, yeah. what, a, what a weird thing. Yeah. Square weird. EA. Yeah. Such a weird thing. And I mean, a lot of those reprints, the games they still print now, you know, with the silver backs, uh -huh. I wonder if they all say Square EA in them still. You know, I feel like I've seen some version that hasn't changed. But I, I can't remember for sure. You, you, you have one, right? Don't you have one of the silver back ones? I don't. Because they're all greatest hits, aren't they? Yeah, that's true. Yes, they are. I, I kind of want one, though, to just, just put well, it Well, yeah, but you can't. Just put it You've drawer. gone this long without getting a greatest hits know, PS1 I mean, game. Like, why screw it up now? 
I mean, I have. I mean, I, I've, I, you know, it was only a few years ago that I, it wasn't that many years ago that I got Black Label Final Fantasy VII. I mean, I had that one, and I also at one point had a, uh, a Green Label Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh. Oh, there's like, there's like a But I don't have any Final Fantasy Tactics right now, but I did have a Green Label one. I, yeah, I got rid of it and I still own though that that greatest hits Final Fantasy Seven, but it's in a drawer. It's not on my shelf because like I, 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 you know, for the longest time I thought like Black Label Final Fantasy Seven was expensive or something, and it really wasn't. I was like, oh, well, here's a good condition one. I want it, and now I don't have to have any green label because like it was just it was you know it was like the second PS One game I bought. And I thought it, you know, I guess it didn't bother me much at the time, but then over time, I just like didn't get any more green label games. I'm just like, well, it looks so bad having this one green label on my shelf. So when I saw I could get a black label Final Fantasy VII, I got that, put that in a drawer. I mean, I just couldn't get rid of it because you know, it was it was my teenage copy. Oh. Alright, we're gonna um, see. It. So th- there is some there's some nostalgia for it, but you know, I, or, or some attachment, I suppose. Sad. So I think that you you boost a lot faster or more consistently if you just hit if you're double tapping instead of just like hitting the C button. I don't know exactly how that works. That seems to be the case. Mm-hmm. I'll do it with the, the other hand and see if I can do it. Just like that. <laughs> there you go. I got the world record. <laughs> the world record. Ooh, it was actually looking pretty, pretty tight on my screen here. Oh, the first one I, I had some problems with. Oh, now you got way ahead. Yeah. See, I see. I, I, you switch, only just hands. Got, you only just now got to the goal. Yeah. So, like, we we should check if we somehow got it off of the normal, the normal streaming latency because it's a bit much lately oh you know what um what i played a little bit of what's that like two days ago one of two two or three days ago uh one 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 of the last game clips that I recorded for uh, Oh, that's right. Analog would... Frontiers uh, Part Three. I, you know, I, I was, you know, I was just thinking, what, what should I put in this part? And then I just thought of like what the perfect thing would be. Um, I played a uh, GoldenEye Xbox Live Arcade through the Xenia emulator. 
and uh, I was I was rather surprised how well it ran on my computer. I mean, it wasn't locked 60 or nothing, but it was so it was pretty decently smooth for for my purposes. I mean, it was I I was unsure if it was real going right because my editing computer is a is a thread ripper. And you know, what are we doing here? When I, I tried just... to run Citra on it. People were like, "Well, duh, you shouldn't be emulating on AMD." Oh, I see. And I was like, "Well, you know, I I didn't buy the CPU to emulate." I, what am I doing? I missed. I um, accidentally skipped the tutorial. But you know, I, I you know, I mean, emulation is is more like single core usually. Uh, but that I was surprised. I, I thought you know something that recent wouldn't run that well. Of course, if I tried to play you know a, a game that took more full advantage of the Xbox 360 hardware, you know something that was actually like you know like a like Gears 3 or something like that. I don't know. Like I, that maybe that wouldn't have run so well. But GoldenEye played pretty well. I was surprised because, like, I I didn't know anything about Xbox 360 emulation until until that came out. Oh, like, I, I, I don't want to catch bombs, right? You can like, emulate on AMD. It's just that, you know... There were some some elitists just acting like I was stupid for even trying. But Threadripper, I mean, is is much more focused on you know many many cores than single core performance. Um, you know, it's pretty good for editing video. Um, but I mean, I can emulate other things just fine. Citra just didn't run very well on my computer at that at that time anyway. But I, I do think there is also a, a tendency for a lot of people to claim that an emulator is running better than it really is. Okay, how did I do? Jeez. What are you supposed to catch? I guess I'm not supposed to catch any bombs. Oh, I got smoke monsters in the in the chat. Ooh. I'm gonna start at the same time. The first one in the corner. People tune in for Analog Frontiers Part Two tomorrow. They uh... part three. Part three. Part three. You might you might see. You might, you might see smoke monster. Whoops. Okay, I only needed the white balls, so it's too late now. See, my memory was these events took up this whole world, but I guess it's only the latter part of the world. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah.
I'm just, I'm not having any luck <laughs> with stuff with this game, I just feel like. Every time I try to do something. In spite of that, you've gotten quite far into it. Yeah. But you know, I mean... Math fun? I can't wait. Um... You know, any, uh... Any emulator fans that, you know, in spite of our... Our infrequent emulation related content uh, uh, I hopefully they will like analog wow. frontiers part three I, I, I very much what do I do here uh, you know kind of one of my intentions from the very uh, beginning uh, come on I uh, this happened with incredible crisis like I just hate showing sometimes like my math skill is <laughs> like... Oh, no. Oh, come on. No. Come on. Not 61. I, I am not very good at math. Uh, this is like... It takes... But a, a, a big part of my intention with... Analog Frontiers Part 3, and, and really the whole series, but especially Part 3, you know, is, is, is from the beginning been, you know, I, I, I want people to walk away with a less... Thank goodness. With a less tribal view of... Uh, you know, Let's do it again, I guess, huh? In, you know... Original hardware purists, emulation fans, FPGA fans, like it's it's meant to be very even-handed about all of it and celebrate the accomplishments of all of those pieces. And uh, you know, uh, you know, they're they're all important and all have you know validity. But let's also not be unrealistic about the shortcomings and, and things that are left undone as well. So, um, you know, that's, that's, you know, very much a, a what, what it's, what it's about, you know, so. Yeah, CG uh, in the chat saying that, just dropping by to say you guys make some of this content on YouTube and some of my, one of the few channels I always watch regardless of topic, because I know it'll be great. Thank you. Well, we try. We try. Cer certainly, uh, this this past week or so, I tried too hard. <laughs> um, it's going to be worth it. I think that people are going to be really very, excited. very surprised. Yep. Analog Frontiers Part 3. Watch it tomorrow, unless, uh, unless like I say, unless there's unforeseen circumstances. If I if I have to change anything, it'll probably be Wednesday. But I I don't think I'm going. I don't I'm, think you're going to have to. Feeling optimistic. I think that the thing that people are going to be most surprised of in it is like this segment right after the intro. Yeah. I think it's going to be a pleasant 
surprise and something uh, that is well uh, like it's gonna be a surprise to people and just like you know like the person in, like deserves all the recognition that they're gonna get yes. because of yes. it absolutely You know, it was something that wasn't even going to be part of Analog Frontiers originally. Right. But then I kind of thought, you know, I think... Because I was kind of thinking of the Tom Dubois documentary, mm -hmm. and I was thinking about how much uh, love there was for it, but not that many views. Right. At least at, at the I, time, yeah. And I kind of thought... You know, this other person, we shot that with the idea that it would be a standalone mini documentary. But when I was started working on the preservation topic, I was like, you know, they might, that they would fit in really well with this. And I also, and it's not that they don't deserve their own documentary because they absolutely do. Yes, but it is, my, I think it strengthens like this overall. Well, my, I, my thought was their story is elevated by being part of something larger. Yes. I, I felt like more people would see it. More people would see it being part of something larger um, than if it was a standalone thing. And uh, that was when I was like, well, I think it's the right decision to put this in Analog Frontiers. So, some people probably know what it is, because I, I mean, we've, we've talked about it before, but it's still, it's still fun to be coy about it, I guess. There are three people. That's not what I have to do. There are three people in part three that have not previously appeared in another Analog Frontiers episode. And there are two people in part three that were in part one, but not part two. I guess that didn't really work. Back in part three. Says, it'll be great after hearing this that it ends up being try himself <laughs> that'd be funny <laughs> that right? would be embarrassing that would be embarrassing okay so i know how to do this only the white balls and grab all, all the all the bulls flying through the air there we go Ah, oh, Tony Galvin's spoiling it. He says, it's me, guys. I'm in the next episode of Analog Frontiers. Why is there not more white balls being thrown here? Shoot. 
sorry, I'm just concentrating. I don't even. What's going on? Come on! There's a lot of annoying parts, parts in this. <laughs> Finally. Catching all these white balls. <laughs> Let's try. No flying, please. I'm so thrown off on the time because I keep looking at oh, that it's main clock in this room, which I still haven't changed. Well, after I finish this level, I'm gonna, we're going to call it a night. It's 11.30. Shoot. No flying. <laughs> Two dollars from John Ferry G. Soaking in the good conversation and the music is hype. I cannot hear the music. I don't remember the music in this level, but I'll I'll take your word for it that it is hype-inducing. Am I flying? Is that the count? Not count? I don't know. Yeah, what does what 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 qualifies? Yeah, what qualifies qualifies as flying? It seems like. Let's try the last boss of the world. Okay, I mean we'll see how that goes. This game would look kind of neat on 3DS, I think. Yeah, I can see that. Still play my N64 with RCA cables on CRT mostly. Have the Rad 2X Mini and don't like how the games look through it all. Ah. You're buying a Rad 4X. Oh, I, I wasn't aware like, of If you Rad have to go 4X. backwards, you can't. You're screwed. Yeah, I mean, N64 with RCA on a consumer CRT is... That's as good as composite gets, really. It's, it's not a bad experience. You know, uh... In my background uh, on uh, the games we played in 2020 video, uh, most of those shots are RCA on the CRTs in the background just because it was easier uh, to get the way I had things set up. No! <laughs> Like if you if you met if you grab the wrong one you're screwed. Like you cannot go back in time before the other person gets it. When you're at a good stopping place, I think I I, I, I think that the next super chat is uh, from Josh some sort of, is some sort of reference that I do not know and you're probably supposed to read in a specific way. Uh, I, I guess he's it's like a throwback to the SNL script. The sweaty, sweaty cheese balls. Got some, some cheese balls. Some sweaty cheese balls. I don't. I. I guess that's. I. I just remember the whole skit, but I don't remember how he said it. <laughs> I 
take that DK Jr. math. <laughs> now we gotta fight Lunar again. Lunar the Silver Star. Cat Clancer's on the right. Fight fair, and if you can avoid being hit by the ball, just time to start. Or is it like dodgeball? It is like dodgeball. Not like, is it like Cuneo dodgeball? I maybe. That was kind of fun. So maybe, maybe I gotta do the same thing here. Alright. Oh, I missed the gold. <laughs> oh. oh well. Here we go. Uh, I, I, you're still fighting the cat on my screen. Whoa. This is kind of cool. Whoa. What? Zoom dust? Zoom dust <laughs> again? Forced your hand. What? What? what uh, how, how did we force your hand? Thank you. <laughs> uh, how, how did Whoa. we force your hand? Uh... Dang! Thank you. Oh yeah, I remember this boss fight. It has like the cool zoomy background. Yeah. We made the content just too good. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully you'll still agree with that after seeing Analog Frontiers Part uh, Part Three tomorrow. I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. I'm, I'm definitely proud of it. I'm tired. I'm tired. I mean, do you feel like it's the best thing you've ever done? Honestly. Uh, I mean, I. I'm really proud of Analog Frontiers Part 1 for its, like, accessibility, I guess. You know? Yeah. Like, so it's kind of hard to compare them, I suppose. Um, it It's certainly the most complicated thing I've ever Um, You know, I... 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 I 
I mean, it's 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 hard. It's hard to say. It's you know, it's you know, and and I I, I know uh, uh, <laughs> Artemio keeps insisting he does not deserve the praise, but he absolutely does. Uh, you know, Artemio helped so much with me understanding so many of the considerations and things like that that surround preservation. And that was before we even thought it was going to be possible to get him into the series. You know, I wrote most of this before we even interviewed him. And then when we had the opportunity to do so, I was just like, well... Oh, oh, so look at this. I bet you this is uh, an inspiration for Freedom Planet right here. You know that? You know? Uh, I'm There's one waiting. boss that's like a giant running thing. Like oh. I think there's another fight like this later in the game, too. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe this is what I was thinking. Yeah, I, I bet so. I don't know if I'm hurting or anything. John Quinn says, I want to see a deep fake version of Analog Frontiers where tries every person in each episode. <laughs> <laughs> People were going crazy with that, like, singing one this week. Yeah, that was fun. I had to show my kids because they... Thought, they thought it was really funny. Oh, here we go. Jo John sent me one, uh, one of, uh, of me singing something. Uh, I saw someone in our our Discord make one of Bob and one yeah. of you. I think Bob was doing the Rickroll <laughs> or something. I think. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what he was doing. I saw John did one with Turok too, with, with Turok's face. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah. He tweeted it, I think. So, someone in our Discord, I think it might have been Henry Clark actually, it was someone, posted one in the Discord of this like horrific. Did I beat uh, him? Did I beat him? It's looking like it. You did better on him than you did on, on yeah. the Mugen guys. Uh-oh, it's, it's displaying old, old uh, Super Chats again. We got <laughs> Gavin Langley's What's Up appearing again. <laughs> no! The Empire's plan has been destroyed by Maria's heroics. The piece is brief. A new battle is stirring. He says Treasure brought, brought their boss A game to this. I, I agree. I, I think the bosses in this game are pretty neat. The B the beast door. The beast beast door. <laughs> Stay tuned, same N sixty four time, same X N sixty four channel. That's fun. 
So that's probably what you missed on yeah. the last. Uh... Oh, yeah, I, I remember that they just got these like episode conclusion things. We have not streamed Link to the Past. We were thinking about it. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that. It'd be a nice, comfy game to stream sometime. How many times have you beaten that game? Just once? Uh, I think I've beaten it like three or four times. I've I've beaten it quite a few times, but I mean, I I, I, I can't get through it as quickly as I used to. You know what's something that that I haven't played in a long time, but I played so many times. What is that? As, as a as a kid or, or a teenager, I guess. Uh, was Mario RPG. Like really? I, 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 I've kind of wanted to like sometimes just stream that and just see how far I can get in one stream. That'd be fun. I really have no idea how far I would get in one stream. I should have shook the laser. Let me see the next world. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut it off. I mean, for a game you definitely struggled to learn to play, you you make good progress in one stream. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I might. Maybe I'll continue it sometime, but I don't know. I don't love it. <laughs> well, you know, the thing with treasure is. You can always count on something unusual. Yeah. You know, it's it's always going to stand out uh, regardless. Yeah. Uh-oh. The prof is going to... Is gonna get uh, kidnapped again. The prof. <laughs> yeah, it's a little voice acting here and there. Oh, so I can go back and play. I guess I do have more yellow things than I expected. Volcano. Western world. Astro's Lair. Okay, so it's like Astro's Lair, and then the uh, next one is like the something else. and It's like the Imperial Capital or whatever. Two hours, six minutes. I mean, that. Maybe I can. I guess there's no way to, like, continue back to the tile screen.
I do remember that cave level. Oh, I guess I, I just did. That's the beginning of this world. I, I remember it being a little confusing. So <laughs> definitely a good stopping point. Yeah. Is that a different title screen? It looks different. Page 42. Does, I mean, is it just like... It just <sighs> like it always keeps the same age. So it's like, oh, here, this, here's how old you were when you played this. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's fun. I wonder if that has any effect on anything. I don't think so. Uh, There's a five from Vanessa. Thank you. Saying uh, just in case I missed the end of the show. Sadly, it worked. Thank you as always. Super excited for Analog Frontiers three. You guys are the best. Well, thank you. Thank you. You are also the best. The best. The best. Age 42. Like, can you believe that that's like how old I am? <laughs> well, that, sure. But it's just like, it's so funny seeing 42 on there when mine says like 16 or 17. Yeah. yeah I think I've got, I think I played, I, you know, I want to say that I got. It affects the ending. That's what uh, Max McCoy is saying. Huh? I, I, I want to say that I might, when I first got the game, uh, when I was in high school, I, I think I got about to where you got tonight. And I think that's my like 16 or 17 file. But then I have another one that's like 22 or 23, I think. And that's the one that I, when I beat it. But still like <laughs> 22 is like almost half of what you entered there. I know, tonight. right? <laughs> That's silly. It's silly. I ain't gonna lie. Anyways, uh, thank thank you everybody for the the super chats and donations tonight. It was crazy. It was you guys were going, going nuts. It was, it was wild. Everyone was wilding <laughs> out. Uh, look for as long as nothing. Uh, goes wrong. Look for Analog Frontiers. You want to say like 11 Eastern? I, I kind of like 11 o'clock for releasing a video. Yeah. You know, 11 Eastern. Let's do that. Yeah. Remember when we used to like only release on certain days? Yeah. What, what I, I just that, don't like thing? I don't like releasing on Sunday just because I feel like I'm paranoid that like the stream will make it disappear from people's feeds. We'll make something. it like disappear from people's feeds or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. That's just me being paranoid. Probably not the case, but for some reason I, I'm just paranoid that somehow that's going to make it more difficult for people to find. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> 1030. Can't wait to, I can't wait if it's uh, if it's after uh, if it's at eleven. If it's at eleven, Henry <laughs> Clark wants ten well, thirty. so but if if it's an hour long, so you'd have to stop in the middle. Yeah, you you want to say let's do ten o'clock just for Henry Henry Clark special as a, as a thank you for for running the the uh, the Emily <laughs> Game Club. I think we can do that. I think we could do that. I guess we can do 10 o'clock. All right. I'll schedule that. I mean, 
Look for it at 10 o'clock. We'll do that for you special. For you. I can't watch the whole thing <laughs> if it's after 11. Uh, I, have, I have a 12 p.m. meeting. 10 okay. then. Is, is 10 o'clock cool? Is, is, would anybody prefer uh, 10 or 10.30? Because it looks like he, he I, can I don't do. like releasing on the half hour because then it's, it's harder to track the first Oh, hour. yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, six. All right, so then let's do, uh, let's do 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. And there was a last-minute uh, two Canadian from Breath of the Wild. Uh, thank you, saying uh, my PS5 feels like a paperweight after finishing uh, Demon Souls. Well, I mean, I won't, I won't lie. Mine, mine does a little bit too. Uh, just be sure that if you're not playing any discs, in it, you take it out because whenever it's turned on and you're doing anything that doesn't actually involve a di- a playing a disc, or even if you are playing a disc game, it just randomly just goes on the disc drive, and I can like literally feel it through the floor. <laughs> it's like it's so over the top i hope they like make it so that it doesn't read discs randomly during gameplay because it's really stupid it's louder <laughs> than the ps4 pro fan ever was otherwise it's super quiet it's really weird uh now, last minute two dollars from john jonathan g saying uh you better smash that like button Henry. and now i can tell my kids that we said smash that like button Smash that like button, y'all. Be sure to uh, comment, like, comment, and subscribe, and smash that like button. Or smash that like button and comment and subscribe. I, we've never said that in a video, I don't think. No. <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> Ever. Nope. Anyways, good night, everybody, and we'll uh, s- see you tomorrow in the... Uh, yep. In the video. And in some sense, we will see you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. Good night.